insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his properties. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can, of course, join us in the chat on YouTube. Just go to liberaldanradio.com, which will bring you to the YouTube channel and join us on the live uh, if you're in the Blog Talk Radio chat. Um, we don't follow that anymore. We just pay attention to the YouTube chat. Blog Talk Radio is pretty much just a tool for uh, a uh, uses use for phone calls and for the soundboard. So... Uh, we just we, we use YouTube for everything else. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. And uh, you can also, if you're watching after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. Uh, Liberal Day and Radio on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Liberal Day and Radio, uh, Liberal Day and Radio on Facebook, and as always, LiberalDayandRadio.com on the episode thread as well, and on LiberalDayand.com as well. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Lots of lots of caucus jokes going on. I, I noticed Hal earlier had a had a caucus themed thing for tonight, and so I figured I I posted um, I posted the, the the show on Blog Talk Radio and on Liberal Dan, and I made the live image for how big is your caucus uh, last night because I didn't want anybody to think I was stealing anybody else's jokes, even though I know it's not original or unique in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that to make caucus jokes, but you know, hey, um, apparently, according to the AP uh, and everyone else, uh, Donald Trump has clinched uh, the AP, the Iowa caucuses. No shock, no surprise. The only real thing of intrigue or interest in this race is whether who gets second. Uh, will it be uh, desanctimonious, as Donald Trump childishly likes to say, or will it, will it be Nikki Haley? Um, if it is Nikki Haley, then that'll be DeSantis just just falling short. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has been complaining that the Fox News studio that he was in was showing three pictures. It was just Trump, Haley, and DeSantis on the screen. And he was like, well, what about my picture? I was like, well, you're polling fourth. So why would they show your picture at the moment? Maybe if you pull off a nice little surprise to yourself, at least, and pull into the top three slots, maybe they'll show you. 
But, you know, that probably isn't going to happen because uh, you are more concerned about man bear pig than anything else, apparently. Unfortunately, that didn't catch on as much as I would have liked it to have caught on. Um, I, think I see Khalil there in the call. We'll take Khalil's call in a second. Um, shouts out to the Mod Squad, Aaron and Jolie. As always, can't do this without you. Shouts out to Elizabeth, Steve uh, in the chat, Bill, Jeff. Who else? We got Diane, Alton. Thank you all for showing up. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to, if you don't have a Twitch account, create a Twitch account. That's free. And then follow me over on twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. That's also free. Uh, we have 23 followers. We're making good progress on that. Trying to hit 23 followers or 50 followers by the end of the month so that we can hit the target of becoming an affiliate in one month. If we do that, that would be awesome. I'm trying to hit up my Facebook friends to do it as well. I'm trying to hit up people on Twitter and everywhere else, but I can do it with y'all. I know I can do it with y'all. It'll be great to get that done. So it would be... Um, it would be awesome to get that done as well. Um, other ways to support the show, uh, like videos, make sure to like the live stream, make sure to like other videos that I post, comment on them, respond to other comments, uh, interact with people, share videos on social media. Um, uh, if, if those are all things that you could do that could do, be done for free uh, to encourage other people to subscribe, we still, in order for the uh, videos to be monetized, i.e. for me to get ad revenue, I still hit the, have to hit a thousand subscriptions and I still have to bump up the average daily, the average views uh, over the course of the last 365 days. We'll get there eventually. I think we're doing a good job with that. We'll eventually get to the point where we reach that point, which is good. But, you know, just that those are the free ways to help. You could also uh, send super chats, uh, become a uh, liberal Dan Danimal or one of the other higher members on YouTube, you could buy me a cider, uh, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. Uh, you can Venmo, liberaldanradio as well, and there's uh, also stuff on nerdydan.com that you could also support as well. Hey, say hi. Hey, uh, Alarasia is here as well. I think, yes, there you are. Good to see you as well. Awesome. Trucker John is also here. Good to see you, Trucker John. Um, let's see, real build P, my caucus is mountainous. Hopefully, it doesn't plateau. That would be oddly shaped. Um, anyway, let's 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 go on over because Khalil had that um, um, Mother's Demand Action rally that took place on uh, Thursday on the 11th, and I couldn't find that much in in terms of video. Um, when I, I found a couple of videos on YouTube about it, I didn't find much about it. So let, let's see, let's see from him how uh, how things went. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm. I didn't get to go because they they've been they didn't put up enough information of where we were meeting. I forgot to ask them where we were, and they uh -huh. they got my phone number to call me, but they never called me. And I let them know how mad I was with them. Mm. You know, well, that's, that's like sucks. I know it's like you know don't. You know, I'm asking you to call me, or if I'm giving you my number, you know, call me back. Well, other than that, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Well, well, I mean, there's always there's always other times and other 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 things to advocate for. So, I mean, I know you're looking forward to 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 reading yeah. reading 
the thing that you wrote and to sharing your views on your um, guns to guardrails program, which I think is sounds great. So you know, yeah. um, I, I, th- I think I think it has promise. It, it, it's catchy. It's it's catchy, yeah. and, and I think it just needs a good good push from behind to get things going. And I think even if even if it was you know not all not all guardrails made out of guns, but at least some some of the guardrails had some gun material in it. I think that would be a good um, a good thing to you know say this this guardrail has as at least one gun melted into it, and then that would be a way to protect people from the melted down guns, which would be. Pretty cool, I think, but you know, hey, that's yep. just me. So, yeah. um, so what else is going on with you? How how are how are things otherwise? Pretty good. Um, I'm hoping that I can still get to go to Richmond this Saturday, and I'm hoping that maybe because I'm going, I'm gonna see if I can go to the back, go to the Capitol since I didn't go, and I'll bring up that idea when I go to the Capitol if I go to the Capitol this weekend. And what's going on this weekend? They're just uh, giving a tour of the Capitol, the state Capitol. Oh, okay. I'm going to see if I can bring that up, the gun for guardrail thing. Very nice. And uh, other yeah. other things to help um, our first responders and the public. Yeah. I mean, that sounds, that, that sounds really good. Is it, did you, uh, were you able to get in contact with any of the other um, People running against that uh, former police officers running for the school board and let let them know uh, that you're interested in potentially helping them out. Um, not yet. I was I was looking them up. I'm trying to remember what was happening, but basically, I'm hoping that he he does lose. Well, if you, if you if you can just email me like the information like remind me email me liberaldanradio@gmail.com the uh, information about the race and, and definitely be look 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 forward in uh, you know looking into that and then you know I'll take a peek and see stuff as well and just see see what's going on with that race too and just to see what's going on because um, you know you never know it could, it could be it could be a uh, it could be an interesting topic for for a show. Um, yeah, abusive does, co- abusive cop tries to tries to then abuse powers as a uh, as a uh, potentially abusive school board member. That that would never happen, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he does have some donors, though. I'm sure. So, I mean, usually usually when you run for office, you start off with a bunch of donors. I never did. That's probably why I never won. <laughs> so. Hey, Suzanne in the chat. Shout out. Good to see you. Um, Jackie, I don't know if I said hi to Jackie. Tim's in the chat. Good to see you as well. Um, so anything else to, to, to talk about before we head on to the other topics? Or? Uh, not right now. All right, cool, man. Well, if you have anything else, you can always feel free to call back. But it's good to talk to you. Hope you had a good weekend. And I hope you... Uh, um, hope you have success this weekend when you head on to the tour of the Capitol. Yeah, I hope I get to go. All right. Well, have a good one. You too. All right. Have, bye-bye. All right, everybody, friend of the show, Khalil, everybody. That's Khalil. Thank you again for calling on the show. Uh, always good con- content, as always. Uh, always good to hear from him. Uh, again, call on the show, 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. Now, so what what are we going to talk about? We got the we got the caucus stuff to talk about. We still, you know, Trump has clinched the Iowa caucuses. He's grabbed the caucus by the 
Do you grab the caucus by the hoo-ha or do you just grab it by the, you grab Iowa by the caucus? Um, I don't know. Um, according to the AP, uh, Donald Trump has 2002 votes, 52.8%. Uh, currently, according to the AP, with 3% of the votes counted, DeSantis is in second with 21.4%. Nikki Haley is in third with 17.6% of the vote. But we don't know from, I don't, I can't necessarily tell from which areas that is and if that if, if if he's drawing more from the evangelical areas or if he's drawing more from the other areas or what areas are, have left to be drawn from so does that mean that you know is is DeSantis overperforming or does this just expected which brings you know you know, I was tempted to make the hypocrite of the week the Iowa evangelicals, the or hypocrites of the week, Iowa evangelicals, because how can you be religious and support the grab them by the hoo-ha guy? Like, how can you be religious and support Donald Trump? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, it really doesn't make any sense at all that one would be a religious type and then support Donald Trump. Not one bit. But except for the fact that as Nibis Yosh, the, the host of the most of the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast says, uh, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. So of course, you know, if they're going to be hypocrites, they're, they're going to, you know, claim to support the thing. Of course, he, you know, he runs on the fact that he, he, uh, he he's, he's, he's loving the fact or he's praising, he's, he's, He's saying or using the fact that he was able to get abortion, you know, banned in certain states and that he eliminated Roe v. Wade with his Supreme Court picks. Uh, He's running on that at the moment, even though that has lost him or that lost Republicans races. and, And that has been a losing initiative on several ballots. You know, he's still using it to win the primaries like, but that was me. So evangelicals, if you like the fact that Roe versus Wade was overturned. That was, he's like, that's, that was all me. And he's right. It was him. And well, it was him and voter apathy amongst Democrats who, you know, put her emails and, and other folks who went from Bernie to Trump. But, you know, it was mostly Trump. But yeah, so he's running on that for now. I'm sure he'll, he's complained a little bit in the past because he was worried that all of these laws like in Texas and Louisiana were going too far because he was concerned that by going so far that it was going to harm him. And it may still may very well harm him in the, in, in the fall when it comes time to actually have the election and you have um, individuals like women and other individuals who can get pregnant uh, who come forward and be like, no, we're not voting for you. Um, one of the things I said, it's absolutely vital to make sure that Donald Trump or Republicans in general just don't gain a single inch of power, not one inch of power. But there's a reason why Donald Trump did not make the hypocrite of the week. Um, and and, and it, it's it's tangentially related to abortion because, you know, supposedly these people are pro-life who made these laws, uh, but even though they're pro-life when they made these laws, you know, are they really pro-life? No, they're pro-control because 
This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Texas. That's right, the entire state of Texas. After claiming to be pro-life, passing their own draconian abortion bans, members of the Texas Military Department prevented U.S. Border Patrol from entering Shelby Park to help a trio of migrants who ended up drowning. You can't be pro-life and then block people trying to save lives, even if you don't value those lives. To see who the Liberal Dan Radio Hypocrite of the Week is, tune in every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central at liberaldanradio.com and now twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio for more talk from the left. That's right. That's right. So if you hadn't heard about this story yet, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. So there was a report that, uh, that there were migrants that were having issues crossing the Rio Grande. And what happened was, you know, they were trying to cross the Rio Grande, trying to enter the United States from Mexico. Um, members of the Texas Military Department. I mean, even their name for the Texas National Guard, like the Air National Guard, etc., even even their name for that just sounds like ostentatious and ridiculous and just over the top, 100% just stupid. Like, we're, t- we're, we're, we're taking more power with this than we need, the Texas Military Department. So the Texas Military Department, um, you know, Shelby, Shelby Park or whatever is not a legal port of entry, uh, but the Texas Military Department prevented U.S. Border Patrol from doing their duty. Now, it would be the duty of the Texas Border Patrol to go if those people crossed into Shelby Park and they actually got to Shelby Park and crossed the Rio Grande, it would be the U.S. Border Patrol it was. It would be their duty to go arrest them, but they couldn't get to them and arrest them because, or they could do anything with them because the the people in the Texas military department prevented them from even accessing Shelby Park, according to the according to the U.S. Border Patrol agents, so that they could go take and see what was going on, and because they were not able to access Shelby Park to do anything about it. Three people drowned, including children. A mom and two kids drowned. They're worried about children. They're worried about the babies, but they're not worried about, again, this this is par for the course. They worry about the embryo. They worry about the fetus, but they're not worried about actual born children. Once they're born, the Republicans say, screw them. And that's what happened to these three kids, these two kids and their mom. They got screwed over by the Texas border, by Texas military department agents or soldiers or whatever, because the people in Texas believe that they have the authority to control the border. And as we've said on this show multiple times, they don't. They do not have the ability, the authority, what have you, to control the border. The ability to control the border specifically rests with the federal government because it's an enumerated power of Congress. And because it's an enumerated power of Congress, as we all know, it is a power that is designated to, delegated to the United States by the Constitution. So therefore, it is not reserved to the states. 
via the Tenth Amendment. So states do not have the authority to control the border. So they, they I would say, it was potentially they were obstructing justice. They were preventing the U.S. Border Patrol from doing their damn jobs. To, they could have provided aid and then arrested them, if, if arresting them was the, the desired, the, the appropriate outcome, or if maybe they were seeking asylum. And then if once they were on U.S. soil, they could have sought asylum. But the first thing that should have been done is having their damn lives saved. But no, they don't care about lives. They don't care about life. This is all of, these laws are all about control. And three people are now dead because Texas felt like it was more important than the federal government. That it has more authority than it does. It usurped authority that it did not have. Even if it was not specifically murder, It was at least manslaughter, maybe, or or I don't know. I don't know what it would fall under when it comes to federal. It was a violation of their civil rights, at the very least. They violated these individual civil civil rights at the very, very least. Hey, Kella, hello, what's going on in the YouTube chat? Hey, Corvo Bianco Nero, good to see you over here on the Twitch chat. Thank you so much. Please remember to give the channel a follow. Um, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Preach, Dan. I had an argument with an evangelical preacher over their total hypocrisy this morning. As well you should. As well you should. Because they need to understand and realize their absolute and total hypocrisy that, that, are, that are going on. That, that they have going on there. Uh, what's going on, Jackie? Good to see you. Uh, let's see. Saw a maggot interview saying we need two parent households that struck a nerve. I raised both my kids as a single dad. They're fine. Yeah, I mean, they're obsessed with the idea of two parent households. They're obsessed with the idea that that's what you need. And they probably, and I'm sure that the maggot interview was, was insisting that both parents had to be, you know, one had to be a, a man and one had to be a woman too. Because I bet if you ask that, that maggot, if what if they were both dads, that person would, you know, shit a brick as well. Because, you know, you can't have. Can't have that neither, right? Um, Real Bill P. It's murder under every metric imaginable. I, I would like it to be considered murder. Um, morally, it should be considered murder. I, I don't know what, what, what the federal, but specifically what it would fall under under federal law. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it would be if they crossed, and it actually would depend on where they died, unfortunately, on when, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where in the river they died. I don't know where the, where, if they died past the border, like that you could get into some real nitpicky crap with that. But in reality, I don't know why the U.S. Border Patrol didn't just force their way pass the guards and say, we have authority here. This is the federal government's authority. We have the authority to control the border, get the F out the way, or there's going to be problems. But, you know, that, that's, a, that's maybe a topic for another show, another show. Let's see. 
to Elizabeth. And it should not have been obsessed with being greedy that both parents need to work to raise children in the economy they fostered, maybe. Um, crimes against humanity, definitely. Crimes against their, their civil rights, absolutely. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I would love to see charges come down against the members of the Texas military, whatever, and see what they can get charged with crimes. Because they should very well get charged with crimes. Um, responding on Saturday, Texas says the Border Patrol agents had largely stopped using the boat ramp in recent months until Friday's filing. It was unaware of federal law enforcement's current objections and was working promptly to address them. Border Patrol agents learned about 9 p.m. on Friday of a group of migrants in distress as they attempted to cross the Rio Grande, according to the statement by U.S. Representative Henry Cuellar. Federal agents failing to contact Texas officials by telephone went in person to Shelby Park uh, to speak to the Texas Military Department and the Texas National Guard officials there. However, Texas Military Department soldiers stated they would not grant answers to the migrants, even in the event of an emergency, and that they would send a soldier to investigate the situation, B.S., Texas military officials physically barred U.S. border agents from entering the area and performing their roles of arresting people crossing the border illegally and providing humanitarian aid, said Luis Miranda, spokesperson for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. The Texas governor's policies are cruel and dangerous and inhumane. The Texas blatant disregard for federal authority over immigration poses grave risks. Miranda said in a statement that the state of Texas should stop interfering with U.S. border patrols enforcing U.S. law. Exactly, because the state of Texas has no authority when it comes to the enforcement of border policy. So move aside, let the U.S. government do its job because it's not your job. Yeah, Denise, how are we supposed to trust that they would protect us if they're willing to do that? Exactly. That's why you cannot let the Republican Party gain another inch. You cannot cede another centimeter, a millimeter of power to the Republican Party, which is why I have big problems when people say, I'm never, I'm never voting for Biden in states that matter. If you live in a state that's already going to vote for Biden or never going to vote for Biden, I don't care. I'm not talking to you. But if you're in a state that, like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, swing states, Georgia, and, and you're sitting here like, I can't vote for Biden. No, shut up. You need to get out and vote because it, you need to make sure that they never gain a millimeter more of power ever because this is what happens. This is what happens when Republicans gain power. This is what happens. Hello, no state has power over international borders. It's federal jurisdiction. But conservatives have been on my show and have argued that with me. And, and, and I've argued this on, on Jeff Perez's show. There are conservatives who will argue till they're blue in the face. Well, if the federal government's not doing their job, well, they, they'll never argue. They'll never believe that the federal government is doing their job well enough because they want to close the borders completely and block off anybody from coming in. Regardless, if you remember the other Joe that called into this show a while back, not when it was like me and Joe Gibson and a different Joe, uh, that other Joe was basically complaining about uh, the rate of people coming into the country, even legally. Like he doesn't want anybody coming into this country because they're, they're, they're worried about replacement because that's, that's the white supremacist thing talking. That other Joe was a huge white supremacist. Um, you know, there's, there's some talk on there. Joe, our, our uh, regular conservative caller, Joseph Gibson, made the news the other day 
um, in, in North Carolina. We may be talking about that Wednesday. We're going to see. Um, you could look it up if you wanted to. About The short story of that is um, the Republican Party was trying to keep Joseph Gibson off the ballot in North Carolina because they don't think that he's qualified because of a previous, previous criminal past. And they don't think that he's done the following enough things to be able to like that. He's he's proven that he's like not on probation or something like it's weird because you're not you can't prove a negative. Like it would be up to the Republicans in North Carolina to they would have to prove that he is on probation still in order to disqualify him or whatever. Uh, But it's the Democrats in North Carolina that voted to keep him on the ballot. So all of these Republicans out there who are trying to argue about how unfair the Democrats are in trying to keep Trump off the ballot. No, Republicans are these Republicans. The Republicans in Colorado are the ones who kicked Trump off the ballot. And the Republicans in North Carolina were the ones trying to kick Joseph Gibson off the ballot. It was Democrats that tried to keep that, that made sure that he stayed on the ballot. Now, there, we're, we, may, we may or may not go into those issues on Wednesday. I, don't, I haven't decided yet. There might be other issues to talk about. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? Do, 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 do. Elizabeth, just like Donald's negligent homicide during COVID. Well, I've said repeatedly. That's going to be one of, I'm not doing, this week I'm not doing the the case for Biden case against Trump videos. I'll probably start that again. I'll probably do another one. Maybe I'll do it like every two weeks or so. Um, and maybe, you know, until it, you know, builds up, maybe as it gets closer and closer to the elections. Um, but one of the videos that I am going to do is Donald Trump's response to COVID simply because of the fact that, you know, he is responsible for hundreds of thousands of people needlessly dying because of how he responded to COVID. You had tons of people who didn't have to die because Donald Trump downplayed the threat. Donald Trump, you know, he said to Woodward, he said that he, to, publicly he was saying it's no worse than the flu, and privately he said he downplayed the threat, but he wouldn't wish this on his worst enemy or whatever because it's, it's terrible, it's harmful, it's harsh. You know, you don't want, to, you don't want this at all. He, he, he basically told people how terrible it was. And, you know, privately, but publicly, again, you know, it was all downplayed. Had he just, had he just said, it's your patriotic duty to wear a mask and you can go buy your Trump MAGA masks on DonaldTrump.com for $25.99 a mask. He would have, he would have been rich in mask sales and all of his supporters would have gladly worn the masks. And he would have, and they would have all taken the, and if he would have been out there taking the vaccine, they would have all gladly taken the vaccine because he would have been like, I trust the vaccine, take the vaccine, it's beautiful, there's no one makes a better vaccine, and then they would have all taken the vaccine. And then we would have taken the vaccine if like the doctors and scientists and the, you know, the the people you actually want to trust would have said, yes, it's safe to take. And then the MAGA folks would have taken it had Trump said, Go ahead and take it. You can trust me. So, let's see. Poo, 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 poo.
Republicans with no conscious empathy, just greed, selfish desires, under duress of others, power hunger, the legal be cruel by writing, enforcing laws, punish others. Yep. yep. Denise, wait, he responded to COVID? Uh, barely, but yeah, technically. Um, I had Project Warp Speed. It was it was Warp Factor 6.9. Um, yes, right. They want to rule, not legislate. Exactly, Kalahela. That that's what they want to do. They want to rule. Um, but yeah, if, if, like I've always said, like if if we would have actually had a robust system of testing, that would have that would have targeted like being able to see where all the cases were 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 flaring up, we would have been able to do something potentially like targeted lockdowns instead of nationwide where we could have kept things open in areas where the lot where the where there was no outbreaks and then we could have like said okay well here comes an outbreak here let's shut this area down and do work from home in this area for two weeks while while we clamp down and make sure that this area you know you know is taken care of and gets all the medicine and gets all the medical supplies that they need but all the other areas will make sure and we'll stop flights out of this area but all the other areas will make sure that we keep, you know, we'll keep an eye on, we'll keep robust testing, but we're not going to, you know, shut down those areas because there's no outbreaks in those areas. And we could have done proactive testing like that. But no, the idiot Donald Trump wanted to slow down testing so we couldn't keep track of where the virus was going because he didn't want the optics of the numbers because he didn't want to see the number of cases. He just wanted to put his head in the sand and be like, oh. I don't know how many cases we have. <laughs> Dumbass. Dumbass. Anywho. So, um, what else? What do we got to talk about? Um, anything new going on? Oh, let's see. Trump's still at 51.5%. Ron DeSantis, 21.1%. Nikki Haley, 19.1%. No one else has cracked 10%. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is at 7.4%. No one else has cracked 1%. Um, Asa Hutchinson has five votes. Chris Christie has three. Other has three. Of course, Chris Christie dropped out. Um, Ryan Binkley, whoever the hell Ryan Binkley is. Have any of you heard of Ryan Binkley? I don't know. Sounds like a pacifier. Uh, 28 votes. Uh, Vivek, 346. Nikki Haley, 893. Ron DeSantis, Don 90, and Donald Trump, 24-12. So that's, that's where we're at with 4% of the votes counted by now. And, of course, they're, they're projecting Trump to win. And, of course, no one's surprised at that. It's just a matter of, you know, who gets second. Is it Big Ron or is it Nikki Haley? Battle of the Governors. So, yeah. So what what else is going on? We've got... We were one week into uh, Louisiana having a horrible governor, uh, Jeff Landry. We're one week into Jeff Landry's governorship here in Louisiana. And what's going on in Louisiana so far? Uh, One of the things, uh, let's see. One week into Louisiana having Governor Jeff Landry, and he's already looking to change how Louisiana does elections. Uh, if you don't know, Louisiana has an open primary, jungle primary type system where there's no party primaries. Uh, everybody runs in the same primary. 
the top two people go into the runoff if nobody gets 50% of the vote plus one, and then those top two candidates uh, duke it out. And if you, you know, you get the most votes in the runoff, if you if you get the 50% plus one in the runoff, you then win. In the governor's election, you did have a situation where Jeff Landry just won in, won in the primary. He got 50% plus one at least in the primary, so there was no need for a runoff in the general election. He managed to amass enough votes and enough support because the Democratic Party in Louisiana is weak and horrible. But now Jeff Landry wants to change the way things are done. Apparently, if, you know, if it ain't broken, don't fix is not a thing that Jeff Landry understands. <clears throat> but 80% of the people of Louisiana like open primaries. They like this system. I like the system, too. I'm one of those 80%. I think it's a better system. Why? Because it tends to typically get out, you know, maybe the more extreme candidates. In this case, it didn't work. But it gives people the opportunity to vote for the candidates that they really like in the primaries and then if that candidate doesn't make it into the runoff, they can vote for the lesser of the two evils in the, ge in, in the general election. But it still allows people to come out and vote for the people that they really like, and it doesn't necessarily harm, you know, the system. Like, whereas in a first-to-the-post type election, voting for somebody who has no chance of winning can make it so that somebody else might win, like, you know, in presidential elections, where you can win a state with like 40% and get all of the electoral votes. So it used to be both the Democratic and the Republican parties were, were in support of moving back to a closed primary system. And it was like, well, if the Democratic and Republican parties both agree on it, uh, the parties themselves, you know, it's got to be a bad idea. So and again, 80% of the state doesn't want this to happen. But why does Jeff Landry want this to happen? By closing the primaries, he can lock out people from having to say it. He, he could basically, they could basically control who makes it into the general election. And at that point, you could basically, okay, well, now there's going to be more extreme, more pure MAGA-esque type candidates that come out of the Republican primaries. And then you're probably going to guarantee that more leftist progressive liberals come out of the Democratic primaries, meaning in Louisiana, people who are less likely to win in the general election. Because currently, as we speak, the Democrats who win statewide in Louisiana have traditionally been candidates who are more centrist, like your John Bell Edwards, like your Mary Landrieu. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't change that. If we could get out the vote, and get, and get more progressive voters, more minority voters out there voting for those progressive candidates, especially in off-year elections, since we do off-year elections, maybe we can get those candidates out there winning statewide. But until we do, until we get that voter turnout coming out, a lot of the times the, the people who win statewide who are Democrats had been people who are tend to be more conservative Democrats, like, again, your, your Governor Edwards, who just left office. So, again, another one of the ways that Governor Landry is working to harm the state.
But have a good one, Bill. Um, another way that um, a thing that's going on in the state of Louisiana in the first seven days of the Governor Landry administration is uh, one of the legislature, a uh, member of the legislature, member of the Louisiana House of Representatives, uh, Charles Owen, uh, a Republican from Rose Pond, Louisiana, uh, requested and received a report from the Louisiana Board of Regents, which oversees higher education in the state, um, on professors from countries that he identified as enemies or threats to the United States, including Russia, China, Iran, Pakistan, Venezuela, and Lebanon. Um, a recent inquiry into the university systems in the state of Louisiana revealed things that concern me greatly, Owen wrote. We have citizens from other countries, places some call enemies, who are on the faculty at our universities. <gasps> oh no! Educated people from other countries are here and they're teaching people. What will we do? Um, the Owens inquiry also looked into universities with departments that have a majority of tenured faculty members from the aforementioned countries who are green card holders, whether foreign students make up a majority of the enrollment in any of these departments, whether any universities allow green card holders to take leadership positions, what policies would result in non-U.S. citizen tenured faculty members having and executing a voting majority over a college or department in context of student enrollment and information on protecting intellectual property in the context of research agreements with government entities? Um, the only three departments at two universities were identified as having a majority of tenured professors from the uh, countries Owen highlighted. LSU's Department of Textiles, Apparel, Designing, and, Manu and Merchandising uh, has a total of four faculty members, had a majority of people from those countries. Oh, no, the threat to national security by having um, um, three people who are in LSU's Department of Textiles, Apparel, Design, and Merchandising. That's such, what will we do as a country if, uh, people from those countries are learning all about how we make apparel and we sell it. Um, LSU's, school, LSU's School of Electrical and Computer Engineering, which has a total of 15 faculty members, so I guess at least eight of them are from those countries, and Louisiana Tech's Electrical Engineering Department, which did not note how many faculty members it had. Uh, none of these were identified as having a majority of students from foreign countries, Elsie noted that faculty do not have decision-making authority over undergraduate enrollment. Uh, faculty is allowed to recruit grad students, but they do not have control over admissions. LSU also has policies in place that prevent any faculty group from being the only influence in promotion and tenure decisions. Um, Southern uh, keeps percentage of non-U.S. citizen tenured faculty below 33%, but Campuses in Baton Rouge and Shreveport do not have processes in place regarding those or enrollment decisions. Do, do, do. Um, he says it's firstly a national security concern. Yes, it's totally national security concern when that the Russians and the Pakistanis are learning all about how we manufacture textiles. <gasps> Bigotry. In Florida, legislators banned faculty from recruiting students from China, Iran, Iran, Venezuela, Russia, Cuba, Syria, and North Korea. 
Um, let's see. Can we open this up bigger to see the actual request? Or that's a search. Let's see. There we go. Zoom in a smidge. Switch to the alternate screen. Oh, I got to move that over again because I had to move that over another place just to see. All right, so this is this. To Luigi and Margaritan, subject request for information. This is a formal request for information for higher education systems. Please have the Louisiana University, University of Louisiana, Southern University systems provide answers to the following questions. Do any departments of your universities, including graduate, undergraduate, and professional, have majority of tenured faculty members who are green card holders from any of the following countries, China, Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Lebanon, and Pakistan? Like, I wonder why, like, why other countries didn't make the list? Like, why those six? Like, you know, were there not other countries that were of concern to him? Like, I mean, it seems very a very small amount of countries for for a bigot. Like, you'd think a bigot would name many more. Um, if yes, provide a list that identify those those whatevers. Those this is not a request for names, only numbers. I'm surprised he didn't ask for names. I'm surprised he didn't like want the names and then spread the names all over websites just so they can be doxxed and harassed. Um, Hardware systems ensure the following federal government input So pretty much, pretty much the same thing. There's nothing really new in this that that was reported anyway. So anyway, that's fine. Um, hey Cynthia, what's going on? You're excluded from the hypocrites of the week because I said the whole state of Texas were the hypocrites of the week, uh, but you're excluded. All, any liberals from, uh, from, from Texas are, uh, are, are excluded from being the hypocrites of the week. Um, let's see. Speaking of the cold, I was going to make a joke earlier today uh, simply because of the fact that uh, <coughs> um, earlier in the day, because we're expecting cold and freezing and whatever to come in later today, and not as cold or whatever is up north is dealing with, but cold for Louisiana purposes. And we were expecting, um, and the archdiocese of New Orleans, i.e. the Catholic schools of New Orleans, had already announced that they, had clo they were closing the schools for tomorrow. But yet, none of the Orleans Parish schools, none of the charters had announced anything, especially my two kids' schools, had announced anything about them being closed. And I was about to say, holy crap. For the first time in forever, uh, the Catholic schools are are are, are, are more are taking more care for their kids than the other than the other schools are. Um, but finally, they announced that both of my kids' schools are closed tomorrow, so I don't have to wake up as early tomorrow as they would have, um, because you know it's going to be freezing ass cold tomorrow for us. Um, making fried pickles. I want a fried pickle. I like fried pickles. Um, I like chili too. Someone makes me someone made me some chili and bring it bring it to New Orleans. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up that Jeff Landry for, that Jeff Landry did. 
That's the third thing that Jeff Landry did. Uh, that I forgot that I was I was looking for it up. Louisiana Department of Education declined summer food assistance. Louisiana is one of 15 states that declined to take part in a federal program that will help feed some 21 million children in the summer in 35 other states that are participating. There's still an opportunity to enroll students, but it's unclear whether the Landry administration will take part. Spokesperson confirmed Friday the Louisiana Department of Education last year chosen on a role program because it involved a significant immigrant resources, blah, blah, blah. Just before new legislature would take office, LDOE considered it improper to commit Governor Landry and a new legislature to the millions of dollars in increased spending towards a new government program, uh, said Ted Beasley. Additionally, LDOE determined that existing meal programs would remain in effect during the summer of 2024. Further, LDOE secured confirmation from USDA that Louisiana could still enter into the summer EBT program beyond January 1st. Uh, USDA is allowing states to apply for a summer electronic benefit EBT program by February 15th. But a spokesperson for the governor has not yet responded when asked about whether he would do so. USDA is making permanent benefits it previously offered during COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic electronic uh, benefit transfer, PEBT funds, were added to qualifying families' debit cards. Louisiana Department of Children and Family Services projected dispersing $65.5 million in PEBT last June and July, each child receiving 120 for the period. The department has not responded regarding the actual amount of benefits distributed. Permanent USDA program give $40 in June and July for each eligible school age child up to $120 per family to buy groceries. Um, so there's still potentially an opportunity for Landry, the Landry administration and the Louisiana Department of Education underneath Jeff Landry to apply for these funds. Do we think that he will? Of course not. I will not. I would not hold my breath nor bet any amount of money that Jeff Landry would give a rat's ass about the ch kids in Louisiana and whether or not they starve or not. Because, well, you know, he is a Republican and he sucks. Uh, he sucks for Republicans. Um, let's see, Denise, do you think that refusing women emergency care, aka reproductive health care, can be considered sexual discrimination? I mean, it should. I, I don't know if this Supreme Court would, uh, would, would hold that it does, but it should. Unfortunately, we have an activist conservative Supreme Court that would unfortunately disagree with the statement and would probably, are, would probably state that it's not discrimination because of reasons. I don't know what those reasons would be because, you know, Alito is such a fool and a dumbass that he would come up with some ridiculous argument that just would blow everyone's mind once reading it, just like the stupid arguments in Dobbs v. Jackson and the stupid arguments in Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire and the stupid arguments made in Salinas v. Texas and all the other stupid arguments that Alito has ever written. Because <sighs> he's ridiculous and dumb. See how cold, Dan? You see, you're going to laugh. The, the problem is, is that in Louisiana, in New Orleans, it's 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 a wet cold. Like I've been in Baltimore, I've been I've I've dealt with Baltimore cold and I've dealt with New Orleans cold, and it can be twenty degrees colder in Baltimore and I'll be more comfortable because it's not as biting of a cold as it is here in New Orleans because it's so wet that it's horrible. Um, but. Um, like, currently, we're still just 52. Um, 
but we're going to get to we're going to get to 29 overnight and there's a hard freeze warning in effect um let's see big hook because today seems to be louisiana dan rather liberal dan today well there's some louisiana stuff that 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 we're getting into but we're gonna we're we're gonna go back into the more federal other stuff we're, we're keeping an eye on the iowa caucuses results and just to report and see who's who's uh who's who's taking control of that big old second place spot let's see who has momentum going into new hampshire to and get second place in new hampshire as well. Uh, currently, we've got uh, Donald Trump with 52.8%, which means Trump went up in percentage points a little bit. DeSantis with a solid 20%, uh, 8,982 votes compared to Trump's 23,705. Uh, Nikki Haley, um, 8,396 for 18.7%. Vivek still hanging on at 7.7%, hasn't moved percentage point wise. And Binkley split 6.6. But yeah, but big hook, big hook. Um, The thing with the Louisiana laws, the Louisiana thing, and I'll probably be talking about Louisiana a lot since now that Jeff Landry has come and taken power and now we have a supermajority in both houses in Louisiana, not because I want to make the podcast more Louisiana focused, but because Louisiana is going to be what I use as an example to show you exactly what happens when you let conservatives completely take over. Louisiana is going to be just the shining example of how bad it can get when conservatives get full control. It's going to be that this is what you don't let happen. Louisiana, the people of Louisiana are going to suffer. And we're going to suffer a lot because of Governor Landry, because of the Louisiana legislature being, you know, again, super majorities in both of the houses. We are going to suffer a lot. And, and I'm going to use our suffer, our collective suffering as an example for the rest of the nation as to why you can't let that happen nationwide. So if I, if I do focus on more Louisiana issues than normal, that's the reason why, because we will be a case study in why Republicanism, why conservatism can't be a single millimeter worth of ground, why we have to push back, why we have to take more ground from them again. So, anywho, Aaron, I like Louisiana, Dan. Well, I like you too. We like you too. <laughs> I like you and we like you. So, Uh, Denise, only women can be pregnant because they're from discrimination. I'll minor caveat that, and that there are people who are non-binary and trans men who also can be pregnant. Um, but And there are women who can't be pregnant because of either age or medical conditions. Um, but again, just because, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be considered sexual discrimination. Um I'm just saying, or that it shouldn't be considered sexual discrimination. In in a regular world, it should be. I'm just saying that the Supreme Court would find a way to have it not be, because the Supreme Court sucks. But there was an issue that I did want to bring up um, with this show. Um, I thought I had written it down, but 
anyway, we'll we'll get to it. We'll we'll do it in a second. Um, interesting race at the bottom of reality from the Republicans. Exactly. I wasn't Kansas that model that proved already. I mean, in Kansas, I mean, you did have the people in Kansas come out and vote, and and they came out in mass to vote to preserve uh, the rights of body autonomy when it came to abortion rights. Ohio did it as well. When we put on the ballot, the people of Kansas said, no, we will not accept your banning of body autonomy. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that the, the you know, when, it, when it's put in front of the Supreme Court, when, when the, that's put in front of the Supreme Court or when it put, that's put in front of legislatures, it doesn't mean that that's the way it's going to be those ways. Put in front of the people, the people seem to reject these draconian, horrible laws. We do have one thing to update, though, before we get to one of the, one of the topics I wanted to talk about tonight, which is Brittany Watts. Um, we do have a Brittany Watts update. Uh, apparently, uh, the grand jury was convened in the case of Brittany Watts. If you don't remember who Brittany Watts was, it's the woman in Ohio who was in the process of miscarrying. She was leaking amniotic fluid as well. Uh, she went to the hospital. They could not perform the, uh, a procedure on her that would help her in the process of her miscarrying because there was still a fetal heartbeat there. And as such, it still would have been considered an illegal abortion under Ohio's, at the time, draconian abortion law, because even though they had voted to protect uh, abortion rights, that protection didn't take into effect until December. So um, she had to go home. She had the miscarriage in her toilet. Um, the uh, police came out or whatever, and they tried to claim that she harmed the the, the remains of the fetus or whatever and so they tried to bring her up on charges on that and uh the judge made some ridiculous comment about how he's not qualified to make the decision as to whether it is or isn't a crime so therefore he needs to put it in front of a grand jury and that was ridiculous because there was somebody who testified that there was clearly no damage done to the fetus by her that there was no hinky activities going on that she just miscarried and that that was it uh, so the judge then assigned it to a different district attorney who then was assigned the case to preside over, I guess, the grand jury or to run the, the grand jury and to present the case to the grand jury, I guess is the proper way to say it. Uh, the grand jury was, uh, was, was presented the information and that grand jury decided to give no bill, i.e. There, there were no charges to be presented uh, to this individual, Brittany Watts will not be charged uh, with a crime in this case, and there's there's no, it's it's done. The case, the story is over, at least for Brittany Watts in this particular case. So that's good for her. Thank goodness, no more, uh, no more threat of, of prison for this woman for simply miscarrying. Uh, and even the the district attorney that was assigned uh, the the responsibility of presenting the case to the grand jury. Even that district attorney was like, we disagree with how the lower court handled this case. We don't think it should have ever, ever been sent to a grand jury. And apparently they got a lot of hate mail and they got apparently some threats uh, because the people didn't understand that it wasn't their choice to, to accept the case that they were assigned the case. So they had going on until after they got it. 
And they did, if, if they were given the choice, they would have said, no, this, this should not be anything that should be charged. But they presented the information to the grand jury that they had, and the grand jury themselves said, you know what, this is not a crime. Therefore, we're not going to we're not going to continue this any further. So good for the grand jury. Finally, that's done and over with. Brittany Watts will not be facing prison time for miscarrying. But that's the problem with these laws, is that these laws make it hard for individuals to get treatment on pregnancies for wanted children. They want these children. They're trying to have children, but they have circumstances that cause them to have to get an abortion to protect their own lives, to protect their own health. And these hospitals will have then have to turn these patients away simply because of the fact that they don't want to get sued. They don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to lose their licenses. They don't want to go to prison over, a, over an argument over whether or not the treatment of that pregnancy uh, or, or the the pregnancy that's being ending at the time, even though no no infant is going to come from this pregnancy, but if they still treat the pregnancy, they treat the the miscarried pregnancy before the heartbeat goes away, they still risk the wrath of the state, as you saw in Texas when the AG in Texas was like, if you give uh, was it Katie Cox, if you give her the abortion. Then we're going to come after you, even though it was it was stated by her doctors that she needed the abortion to protect her own health and or life, that she could die if she didn't get an abortion. But the Texas AG Paxton was going to still go after any hospital that performed the procedure. This is why these laws suck. Again, it's another reason why we cannot cede a millimeter of power to Republicans anymore, which is why we need to take back as much power from the Republicans as we can, because these laws harm people. And I'm, and I'm tired of hearing people like, oh, I'm not going to vote for Democrats. No, I mean, if, if you don't live in a district that Democrats don't have control over, your point's irrelevant. But you need to make sure that the Republicans can, do not gain any more power. Once we fight back against the Republicans, then maybe we worry about making sure that the Democrats become as ideologically pure as we would like them to be. But stopping the Republicans, especially stopping Donald Trump, is the most important thing to do now, period. Anywho, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Interesting race to the bottom reality. We got that. It's against the law to put ice cream on cherry pie. Uh, weird. Uh, my mom had miscarriages, haunted her twins and triplets. And it's, it's a shame that it haunted. That has to haunt people. Like it's a natural process. Something was wrong with the pregnancy and the body took care of it. Unfortunately, sometime the body doesn't take care of it quickly enough and it's harmful to the person who's pregnant and as such the patient needs to be treated and sometimes the only way to treat the the patient with the miscarrying pregnancy is to terminate that pregnancy that is in the process of miscarrying and these republicans don't understand that 
or they do and they just don't care. One or the other. <sighs> What's up, Tony B? Good to see you. Thank you for joining. Um, again, quick, uh, quick, quick show break. Uh, Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. Well, Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central here. LiberalDanRadio.com and on Twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio. If you don't have a Twitch <coughs> account yet, please sign up for one and go follow Twitch.tv slash LiberalDanRadio. It's free. I'm trying to get 50 followers over there by the end of the month. Uh, please encourage your friends to do so as well. Um, again, free to do. It's the best way to help the show right now. Also, encourage other people to subscribe to LiberalDanRadio.com, i.e. the YouTube channel. Go like, comment on, share uh, other YouTube videos that get posted. Um, you can also do uh, super chats. You can uh, become a member on uh, liberaldanradio.com on YouTube by, by becoming a liberal Dan Danimal or more. Uh, there are benefits with each which each level. I'll be working on uh, at some point working on making the uh, making the emojis a little more specific to Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, you could also uh, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button and buy me a cider. It'll ding up on the thing. Once you do, you can Venmo me, Liberal Dan on Venmo as well. Um, there's also a PayPal link out there somewhere. I need to find that as well. Um, Big Hook, Ohio is still refusing to enforce the right to abortion on the vote. Of course they are because they're stupid. Um Neanderthals would still be with us if they had women's health care that blows Trumper's mind. Well, Neanderthals are with us because they are the MAGA folks, right? Or is that insulting to Neanderthals? I don't know. <laughs> uh. Well, we got 28 viewers and 28 likes, but just in case you haven't liked the video yet, please make sure to do so. Um... We should have had, uh, supposedly, technically, we should have had four kids. We only have two. There were two miscarriages that took place here as well. Uh, but you never know. I mean, you never know what would have happened had those two other, one of those two other pregnancies been successful. You don't know if we would have stopped at that point or if we would have continued. So, I mean, I'm happy with Thomas and Henry. So, you never know. You know, I'm, I'm, maybe those were, they were for the best because we have our, our what is it called, a rainbow baby? Uh, so we have our rainbow baby, which is Henry. So, you know, I'm very happy with Henry. Wouldn't would it want to do anything that would change that. So, um, <clears throat> but let me see. Let me just take a quick, another sip of water before I go into the next it's a minor rant, minor, minor kind of discussion of something that I was thinking about. And an expansion of a thought that I had in a previous show, and I want to make a want to make a short video about it again to remind everybody who, if you haven't seen me record videos yet, usually when I record a video while I'm doing it live, at the end of that video I'll say, "What do you think? Like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Have a good night." It doesn't mean I'm stopping this live. It just means I'm making it easier to for me to upload the video immediately after the show and make it available the next morning. So. Hey, Nick Ridge, what's going on? I don't think I said hey yet to you. So, so. a friend of mine had asked me uh, earlier today or yesterday about my opinions about what the Supreme Court might do 
uh, when it comes to the Colorado ruling kicking Trump off the ballot. And I've discussed this a little bit on the podcast before, uh, but one of the things that I'm thinking about what that might happen, you know, there, there are many options of what they could do. I mean, they could go, you know, completely off the wall and say, yes, Donald Trump was an insurrectionist. Therefore, he's not eligible for any ballot. Of course, they're not going to do that. They're, they're way too conservative activists. They're not going to do something that's going to just kick him off the ballot. That's never going to happen. Uh, they could side with Colorado and they could make the argument that each state has the ability uh, to, de- to determine its own uh, election rules. And therefore, uh, if an individual state says that Trump is ineligible because of the 14th Amendment, then each state has the ability to do so. Um, that, that is a possibility. I, I don't know if that is a probability, but that's a possibility. Um, but one of the things that I think that they might do, and if, if they do this, um, you heard it here potentially first. I don't know if any other people have posited this line of thinking. Um, but here's, here's what I think could happen when they rule on the Colorado ban of him on the ballot. This is a primary election. This is not the general election. So in the primary election, uh, what you're voting for is not for somebody to sit in the office, but you're voting for somebody uh, to be a party nominee. So in reality, even though this is an election, uh, to see, this is an election to see who will be a party nominee. So this is a private election, even though it's run publicly. In court may very well just say, this isn't the election for president. This is the election for nominee. So therefore, the 14th Amendment doesn't apply here because you're just voting on the nominee. You're not voting on who's going to be president. So that would be this election. So Trump would then be allowed to stay on these ballots because the 14th Amendment wouldn't come into play because it doesn't control who would who would be a private party's private political party's nominee. Then, when it comes to the general election, if this were to come back up again with the general election and somebody were to sue then, uh, the Supreme Court would then say, well, when you're voting in the election, you're not voting for the candidate. The Supreme Court would then probably say, you're not voting for Trump or Biden, assuming those are the two candidates, which is most likely it's going to be. You're voting for the electors. And it's the electors who then select the president. So since, you're, since it's the electors who are technically on the ballot, and it, it's electors for indiv- individual people, but since you're voting for the electors, now the electors themselves, according to the 14th Amendment, can't have been insurrectionists. So if you see that any of those electors were at the insurrection, you could then have them removed from the ballot, absolutely. But if Donald Trump was absolutely an insurrectionist, which I clearly believe he is, that in and of itself wouldn't be enough to remove people who are trying to be his electors from the ballot, at least according to the Supreme Court, in my opinion. I don't think the Supreme Court would support removing people running to be his electors from the ballot. Because again, you're not voting for him, you're voting for his electors. So then those electors would then come and cast their ballots in the electoral college 
And then it would come time for certification of those electoral college ballots from being cast. At which point, when would you challenge that? You would challenge that on January 6, 2025. So the Supreme Court would probably say that the appropriate time to challenge whether or not Donald Trump would, it can serve as president would be on January 6, 2025. And at which point you would probably need to have a majority in both the House and the Senate in order to effectively challenge the results of that election. And if Donald Trump has enough electoral votes to actually win the presidency, he likely then also has enough votes in the House and Senate to effectively ward off any challenge as to whether or not he is validly on the ballot. And then any Supreme Court challenge would probably then say it would have been up to the people certifying the election to determine whether or not Donald Trump should have been on the ballot or not. It would have been up to Congress to do that, and they would maybe look at one of the later things that's up to Congress. So I think, I think the Supreme Court would punt three different times using those reasonings because they don't want to get mucked up with the whole Bush v. Gore ruling like they did back in 2000. So that's my prediction on how they're going to rule. And if, again, if they do rule that way, January 15, 2024, you heard it here first. If they don't, I'll be rather surprised. Um, I still think they'll, they won't, they're not going to say, yes, Trump's going to be off the ballot. I don't think they're going to rule in a way that keeps Trump off the ballot, but I think that they're going to rule in a way, A, because, you know, short version story, they won't keep Trump off the primary ballot because it's a party primary, so therefore it's not an election for president. Then they won't keep Trump off the general election ballot because you're not voting for Trump, you're voting for electors. And then the only time you would have to act to actually keep Trump from being president at that point would be January 6th, where, where you would then make the argument that he's an insurrectionist and therefore not valid uh, to be president. So anyway, what do you think? Leave your comments below, agree or disagree. Remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much and have a good rest of your day. And that's how we do those. So... What's up, Kimchi? Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Uh, appreciate it. Let's see some of the comments on the video as well. Or if anybody made any comments. Boo, 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 boo. Let's see. Yeah, Kellahella, kick the can. I think that would absolutely kick the can down the road. Uh, no absolute immunity. Of course, no absolute. Well, that's that's a different. That's a completely different trial altogether. The absolute immunity thing is altogether, and that's. I covered that in my first video in my series about uh, the case against Donald Trump and their arguments against uh, the argument that the legal team has made against or for why Donald Trump should have immunity is just so insane. One of these days, I'm going to call into that conservative radio talk show, the Jeff Carreras uh, ringside politics show. And I am going to ask him this question. I'm going to be like, look, I'm going to pose it this way because I'm going to come at him from a way that I could probably find agreement on at first. Look, I'm going to say, let's just assume that there's enough evidence out there to say that Hunter Biden with his taxes, let's just say 
there's enough evidence out there to, without a shadow of a doubt, that Hunter Biden didn't just make a mistake on his taxes, that it wasn't just an oopsie, that he legitimately manipulated and lied on his taxes in a criminal and felonious way. Let's just, let's just say that that's the case. I'm not saying that it is the case, but let's just say hypothetically that that is the case. And then let's say that there was also irrefutable proof that Joe Biden used his presidency to conceal that, to obstruct justice. Let's just say that happened, right? Irrefutably. So let's say that the uh, people in the Republican House, Republican-controlled House said, okay, this is, this is enough to charge, to bring charges of impeachment against Joe Biden. They, the, the, the Speaker of the House files the articles of impeachment. The House votes. The House passes the articles of impeachment with 50% of the vote, party line vote, passes it on to the Senate. The Senate goes ahead and votes on the same thing. And then the Senate goes, okay, but you have at least 35 Democrats, maybe more, maybe even the entirety of the Democratic Party says, you know what? You let Trump off with the quid pro quo call. We're not going to let you guys remove Biden from office, you know, the same way. If it's fair for y'all, it's fair for us. We're not letting, we're not going to kick Biden off. We're, we're going to quit on the articles of impeachment. Done. So, so we all know under this hypothetical situation that Biden, you know, committed a crime hypothetically, but under the arguments made by Trump's attorneys, he would not be able to be tried, tried in a criminal court after he got out of office for obstruction of justice, because under Trump's attorney's arguments, he was doing something as president in his role as president. Therefore, he wouldn't be allowed to be brought up on charges. But do you agree with that? Does that sound something that you could get behind? And I'd be like, well, of course not. I'd be like, well, then you can't get behind Trump's arguments, Trump's attorney's arguments either. And obviously, Trump can't be immune from any criminal act that he does uh, when he's president of the United States, period, with a capital T at the end. So, and we'll, we'll see how they, we'll see how they respond to that. We'll see how the host responds to that. We'll see how the, the callers respond to that. But just the simple idea that what, that they brought up with that is just so disturbing that you could commit any crime you want to as president and, Get away with it as long as you have the Senate in your pocket. You could be Paul Patine and have the Senate in your pocket and you're good to go. Because as long as you have enough senators to not convict you, you'll, you'll have, if, if, if the courts agree with you, then guess what? You're never going to go to prison. And here's the thing. If, he, if, if we let him become president again, if we let Donald Trump become president again, he gets to name more judges, so he'll get to name more people who agree with that, with that theory. How stupid would we be to let somebody name judges who has legal advisors who believe this kind of bunk? We can't let it happen. Cannot let it happen. Big wait, big hook, big hook. 
Um, I got snipped to avoid any other unexpected expenses. <laughs> nice. Um, I was like, Donna, I'm going to go to bed. Catch you later. Wish I could hear you better. Going to know. Is there a problem hearing me? Is anybody else having a problem hearing me? Like, do I need to raise the volume up at all? Or is it is it just maybe on Donna's end? I don't know. Um, if Trump wins, SCOTUS is irrelevant. Well, if Trump wins, he already controls SCOTUS. And he could probably at that point, if he has a House and a Senate, all he needs to do at that point is to he's to vote to expand the Supreme Court, expand it to 15 and just pack it with more Supreme Court members. And then it's and then that's done. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't do it. I was shook that he didn't do it. That's the one thing that I was thinking he would do that he didn't do in the in his first term. I'm frankly surprised they didn't try and expand and pack the court in his first term. He probably didn't think he was going to lose on the second term. Only reason I think he might have thought that he might lose on the second term is, is because of the deal that he made with the oil and gas. So if Trump wins, SEAL Team 6 is going to be very busy. Unfortunately, you're probably right because that judge gave him an idea. Mangatees on the Hill had their chance to be rid of TFG. I say, let him run. We reject him again. Uh, the Republicans can choke on their nothing. Burger. I wish, I hope you're correct, Cynthia. I really hope you're correct. Um, but we thought, we thought that was the case in 2016. And what happened? Um, we, we end up getting a big old whiff. We ended up losing. Um, say how Nevada pulled Trump from the ballot. His party forgot to file the necessary paperwork. Hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. But is that just the primary? Is that is that both for the general as well? Um, let's see, do, 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 do. Jeff Curry, he's going to win. I'm afraid. I mean, I'm afraid he's going to win. Uh, that's why I'm. It's my intro. That's why it's it's. We need to fight Donald Trump um, every step of the way. It's why we can't let things, you know, things we don't like about Joe Biden get in the way of making sure that we defeat Donald Trump, et cetera, et cetera. P-dubs, I'm so disgusted with my fellow Iowans, but are we surprised? I mean, I'm, we could be disgusted. Uh, hey, Diana, good to see you. Hugs back at you from New Orleans. Um, are we, are we also, um, are we also just, I mean, are we surprised at all with the Iowans? I mean, we all expected Trump to win. Uh, we, we, th this is the, the, the uh, expected results. Uh, we expected Trump to win. We expected Trump to win resoundingly. I'm actually surprised that uh, with 42% of the votes counted that DeSantis is still in second place. Uh, yeah, he's still, it just went up 56% of the votes counted. 21.4% uh, of the vote for DeSantis, 19.4% for Haley, 19.8% uh, for Haley now, 59% of the votes counted, 14.9, uh, 13, 3. I mean, it's not that big of a difference. Trump's percentage did drop to 50%, which is interesting. Vivek went up to 7.8%. He gained a whole tenth of a percentage point. Way to go, Vivek. Uh, maybe that was Man Bear Pig stepping in to protect you, uh, Vivek. Um but yeah, um, nobody expected this. I mean, if, if Trump's going to falter, it's not going to be in Iowa because for a while, uh, Iowa is 
Lily White, lots of evangelicals, and evangelicals hypocritically support ye old Donald. So could Christie read? Yes, Christie could rejoin the race if he wanted to. Uh, he didn't end the campaign. He suspended the campaign, which is just words that allow him to just weasel his way back in if he wanted to. But I don't know why he would rejoin the campaign. There's no reason for him to. There's nothing he can. There's nothing he can do to, to gain any more support than he has now. I mean, he was he was barely clinging on. As I mean, he needed to go on MSNBC and beg MSNBC viewers to contribute a dollar apiece just so he could have a hope of being on debate stages. That's not how you win Republican primaries, begging MSNBC viewers for a dollar to have a number of contributors. There were people... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hello, everyone, fellow sparklers, liberals. We need to unite against the jerk that thinks he's going to win again. We're in big trouble if he does. Absolutely, we are absolutely in big trouble if he does. Um, but again, this is why I'm making my two video series that I'll, that will be growing over time. One of the playlists again is the case for Joe Biden. One of the playlists is the case against Donald Trump, and those will be growing over time. And you can share video. You can either share videos from that, or you can share the whole playlist from that. Um, and there is also um, different ways, different videos that I have from the channel that you could share, just different fat man rants, different other topics, and just whole ass videos. If you want to have people just watch whole ideas of, that I have, just share them away. I like to think I make good arguments. Um, I try to make the best arguments that I can. I have great arguments. Nobody has better arguments than me. <laughs> A buck is too much. A penny was too much for me. I wasn't going to help Chris Christie, trust me. Even though I agree with his goals, I agree with what he wanted to do, i.e. beating Donald Trump. Uh, I'm not going to give a dollar or a penny to the individual who lied as governor when he was like, okay, we're going to make a deal with the Democrats on the budget. They passed the budget out at the legislature, and then he used his line on veto power to, to veto all of the Democrat stuff that they negotiated into the budget. Like, how much of a tool are you? Well, I mean, you're Chris Christie, so you're a tool. Uh, hey, one two two one two seven seven. Is is there another better way to describe that? Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Since Trump only went in 2016, this party has underperformed in every midterm and he lost. Uh, don't know why they keep doubling down on the loser. Well, I've said before that the Republicans love to double down on 12. That They love doubling down on 12. It's a dumb thing to do, but they'll do it. Uh, Jeff Curry, fat man rant. I wish I could gain weight. Wouldn't that be a skinny man rant? I'll teach you all about how to gain weight. I'll be your, I'll be your Sherpa, your chubby Sherpa. <laughs> so uh, excuse me um, let's see 71% of the votes let's refresh and see I wonder if other sites are showing different things yeah, 71% 43,000 votes for Trump 51.3% uh, or 72% 41.4%, 21 percent for DeSantis, 18.9% for Haley, back to 7.7% for Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, 
Um, poor Vivek. Who's going to cry for little Vivek Ramaswamy? I'll be so happy when he drops out the race. He's just such a horrible. He's horrible. He's just terrible. I mean, yeah, Trump's terrible too, obviously. But, I mean, there's no no real difference between Vivek and, and Trump other than the fact that, you know, he's younger. That's it. Vivek is just wannabe Trump. Jeff, I hate all the time. I just can't gain. I hate you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd love to, again, P-dubs, I agree with you. I would love to have that problem. Absolutely would love to have that problem. Oh, one, uh, one thing I do have to consider doing, maybe, is I might have to consider getting rid of the, the audio that I start and end the shows with, the, uh, the Nimbus, the Nimbus uh, audio. Um, one of the things I, uh, Hey, Billy kid, what's going on? Um, Oh, formerly Bill Deacon. Cool. Um, one of the things, uh, the, the Nimbus audio, apparently when it pops up on the video on demand page on Twitch, it gets muted. So there's about a good five, there's a good like four minutes and 40 seconds or whatever of audio that's muted on each side of the podcast um on twitch uh that you can't hear here on youtube i don't know if you hear it live or not i don't know if it blocks it live um but my concern is is that it's not counted as a copyright strike but they could potentially if they catch it live count it as a copyright strike so i might need to find different audio to play at the beginning and ending of my shows we'll see I don't know. One, two, two, seventh. Any idea who you think Trump's VP will be? Up until this past weekend, I was thinking that Vivek was trying to make a was trying to make a play for VP this entire time. But after after uh, Trump's comments over the weekend about Ramaswamy and how uh, Trump really went all in after Ramaswamy about how he's about it how he's being vindictive and sneaky and everything like that. Let's, let's see if we can find the words exactly. Trump post about Ramaswamy. Um, Trump attacks Ramaswamy for the first time, calls campaign deceitful. Uh, Lashed out at GOP rival Vivek Ramaswamy for the first time Saturday, arguing on social media he is not MAGA, as the former president's campaign have grown increasingly frustrated with what they claim are Ramaswamy's disingenuous campaign tactics. Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president generations, etc. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of campaign tricks. Trump wrote on Truth Social on Saturday. Bring that up. The whole post and nothing but the post. Yeah, here we go. Here it is. Let's go to the alternate. Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign checks. 
very sly, but a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against his political opponent will never be allowed in this country. They are already beginning to fail. MAGA. Magoo. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, apparently, uh, you, uh, you, can't like, uh, you can't like Vivek and be MAGA, apparently. Donald Trump is uh, throwing Vivek under the bus. And I don't know how Trump then picks Vivek. Ramaswamy to be vice president after that. So who does he pick as his vice president? I don't know. Stefanik wants VP, the hostage. <laughs> Let's see. Um, well, see, I would think that he would want he would have wanted Ramaswamy except for the fact that he attacked Ramaswamy. So like, I don't see it. I don't see it happening anymore. I thought Ramaswamy definitely at least had a spot in the cabinet until his truth social post. Um, Hey, Gibson media, what's going on? Um, so I heard you have, uh, you have uh, Democrats to thank to keeping you on the ballot. Is that right? We have that right. We have the facts right there. The Republicans tried to kick you off the ballot, but the Democrats kept you on. True. Let's see. While we're waiting for an answer. Um, let's look and see what other political pundits seem to think. Potential Trump VP uh, choices. We know it's not going to be Pence. That's for certain. Um, Gibson Media, yes, it is. Which you know is is interesting because a lot of times it's conservatives trying to say that uh, that it's the Democrats trying to keep people off the ballots. But I believe it was Republicans again that that kicked. Uh, that, that are the ones that pushed for Trump to be pushed off of the Colorado primary ballot. And it's Republicans that tried to get uh, Gibson Media uh, off the ballot in North Carolina for the state legislature. And it's Democrats that uh, kept him on the ballot. Uh, of course, the Republicans are now appealing it, what, to the state, uh, to the state, uh, I guess, board of elections or what have you. Um, but... Uh, yeah, um, so, but because of Democrats, uh, Gibson Media are, is allowed to be on the ballot. Um, P-Dubs, yes, we did talk about the story about Abbott and the Texas uh, military division or whatever and how they blocked the border enforcement officials, the, the, the United States Border Patrol, from helping the, the, two, the women and her two children from, you know, in the river. So they died because, you know, Texas keeps usurping their power. And are and did not allow those lives to be saved. You know they are. That's that's why they are the hypocrite of the week. We can, let's play it again, just because I want to play it again. 
This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Texas. That's right, the entire state of Texas. After claiming to be pro-life, passing their own draconian abortion bans, members of the Texas Military Department prevented U.S. Border Patrol from entering Shelby Park to help a trio of migrants who ended up drowning. You can't be pro-life and then block people trying to save lives, even if you don't value those lives. To see who the Liberal Dan Radio Hypocrite of the Week is, tune in every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central at liberaldanradio.com and now twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio for more talk from the left. That's right. Yep, so there you go. Texas, the entire state of Texas is the hypocrite of the week. At least everybody, uh, at least everybody uh, who is in charge of those those uh, decisions. Um, what's up? We got Benny in the chat. Hey, Benny, how's it going? Good to see you. We got Marie. Thank you for joining Marie as well. Um, awesome for both of y'all to join us. It was that was loud. I tried to actually lower the volume. Interesting. Um, weird ass volume controls yes it'll be really interesting to see that flynn could get back into this administration uh if, if trump wins uh let's see suggestions of who trump could pick for vp um uh stefanik is one of the new york one suggests uh christy gnome from south dakota uh stefanik from north from new york Tim Scott from South Carolina, uh, Mike Pompeo, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, Byron Donalds from Florida, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia, uh, Carrie Lake. Of all of those people, I mean, I can't, I can't, I mean, I could see him picking MTG. I, I don't, but I don't see him picking MTG. If you know, if you understand what I mean, like it's not out of the realm of possibilities that he would be like, oh, I, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I could see Mar, like I could see it, but I don't see it. Um, I, I, I think that maybe if I had to pick any of these six people for him to pick. Of, of these six, I would probably go Carrie Lake. I think he would pick Carrie Lake. I think that would be the one that he would want out on the campaign trail with him, out as a surrogate for him. I think I think he would pick Carrie Lake above everyone else because with all of these other people, I think there are there are there are things that he could point to that would be like you know maybe maybe not. Um, because there's like criticism, like Pompeo criticized Trump a little bit. Scott ran against him for a little bit. Uh, Stefanik hasn't been perfect with him for a little bit. Um, Christy Nome might be uh, fine or whatever. There, that, that could be like maybe a second choice. But um, I think Carrie Lake is just, is just a woman version of Donald Trump, refusing to accept results. Um, you know, hates the media, uh, diehard supporter, I think would be a hundred percent loyal. And I think, I think he would go for her. If of these six, I think Carrie Lake would be the one that would win out. Now, are there people outside the six that could maybe get the nod above Carrie Lake? Possibly, maybe, probably who knows? Um, 
Tim Farrell, not Carrie Lake. She makes all election fraud claims look frivolous, especially Trump's. <laughs> well, maybe that maybe yeah, that's why he wants Carrie Lake because um, because with her claims, it'll make Trump's not look as bad. <laughs> Let's see. Tonight, when we all go to bed, we should meditate on Trump and his goons going to prison. That would be lovely. Just the power of positivity. Just, just go, Om Trump to prison. Om Trump to prison and his sons too. <laughs> Mike Lindell or Steve Bannon? The last Kellahella, the last one on knee pads wins. <laughs> See if I have I have to fix this myself. I will nothing to lose. Oy. Um I don't know what you mean. I don't want to know what you mean. Um, so let's see. There's that. Let's see what's the current temperature now? We were at 52 degrees earlier. We've dropped to 48 degrees. We're slowly getting lower. I need to go back over to my mother-in-law's house to go let her 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 faucet trickle um yeah mccarthy yeah no way it's going to be mccarthy absolutely no way uh not a, not I mean, he would probably look at mccarthy as being a loser considering he lost especially after he lost the speaker vote there's there's no way that donald trump would align himself with mccarthy at this point um he's lost he lost support of the maga base he's, he's no there's no way i can't see that at all happening Switching back over to the uh, caucus results, 79% of the votes counted, Trump with 51% of the vote, DeSantis with 21.2% of the vote, 19,687, Nikki Haley with 19.1% of the vote, 17,700, Vivek still at 7.7% of the vote with 7,132, and no one else above one percent of the vote so there you go i'm a fixer and the situation needs fixing benny loco the fixer johnson for the evangelicals i don't know if johnson is a proven entity yet resist resist h white i don't know what on over on Twitch says genocide Joe has got to go. Look, uh, you may have problems. I've we've made this point before on the podcast. I'll make it again. Um, I have made the argument that uh, the people call him genocide Joe because of the money sent to Israel. I've made the argument that if we didn't send any money to Israel at all, that that. Israel would then have no reason to listen to us. The gloves would come off and it would be even worse. So take that as you will. Um, I I strongly disagree uh, with the idea that he's genocide Joe. um, And who are you going to replace him with? If you think Joe, if you think Joe Biden is genocide Joe, what do you think Donald Trump would do? Donald Trump... Donald Trump would be uh, Donald Trump would would actively cheer on Netanyahu as Netanyahu raised Gaza and completely flattened it. 
whereas I believe that Joe Biden is working behind the scenes to make sure that Gaza doesn't get flattened. And Biden worked behind the scenes quietly. Thank you, Aaron, for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, or the super sticker, I guess it is. Um, whereas Biden worked behind the scenes quietly to try and get things done. That's the difference between Trump and Biden. Trump liked to air everything diplomatically out in public. Biden likes to work things out in private. Um, and that's why we saw different, different things. Um, let's see. Did... Um, just want to see one thing real quick. Do, 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 do. Now, Joe, I don't know if Joe Biden ever said that he saw the pictures of the beheaded babies. Joe Biden said that he heard the reports of the beheaded babies, but he, um, but they, I don't, I don't know if he ever said that he saw the pictures themselves. I think he said he saw the reports of them, which two different things. So, um, Gaza has been destroyed. I mean. You're more than welcome to email me a link where you said that liberaldainradio at gmail.com and I'll take a look at it. But, you know, up until this, but the point, the, 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 in the discussion, the responsibility is the person, is with the person making the argument to prove the argument. I have not seen anything where Biden has said uh, that he saw the images. I've only seen things where he, where he mentioned that he heard all the reports of the images. But if you're able to show me something, I will completely, re- I, I will say that I was wrong because I've done that before. So, you know, it is what it is. I took, I, I trampled on poor Donald's line. I'm a bad person. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Oh, it actually lets you share the link. Holy crap. I'm used to that. I'm used to YouTube. Um, Alright. So the intercept is at least reporting that he said that. So you're you're basing it off the intercept. That's fine. Um, all right, whatever. LOL, Twitch is greater than you. Maybe is Twitch is greater than YouTube potentially. Uh, Twitch is it's easier to become an affiliate on Twitch than it is to become a partner on YouTube. So <laughs> Kella Hella on YouTube. I thought I was wrong once. I was mistaken. Uh, but here's the thing. Even if the, so, yeah, okay. So intercept is saying. That Biden said this. Um, I'd like to see a video of Biden saying it just to see it, just to see the full context of the entire quote, because there is manipulation that that takes place. Like, you know, there's there's there I've seen I've seen like 
there's there was a time just to, to show the absolute terribleness of the, the media in reporting things there was a time when like rick santorum was running against um mitt romney in the primaries in 2012 and um rick santorum made the statement that if you want to have somebody running against barack obama on the issue of obamacare mitt romney is the worst republican to have doing that and that one of the reporters went up to rick santorum and say do you really believe that mitt romney is the worst republican because he did say the words mitt romney is the worst republican but in the context of all of these other things so i would like to see the entirety of him of joe biden's statement where he said that um but you know fine but here's the thing you know there was a while where i thought too that we there was information that there was you know initially that i thought too that there were babies that were beheaded i may have talked about beheaded babies on the podcast as well i've since stopped talking about beheaded babies because i learned that that was not verified that that there was no evidence they were showing that showing babies that were beheaded so i stopped talking about it because I learned that the information that I once thought was true was not true. Um, and here's the thing, is that if, if sometimes when you're told information and you believe that information to be true, it's not lying if you believe it to be true. So there's one. Two, um, Hamas, even if they didn't behead babies, they still killed children, killed adults, killed elderly, kidnapped a Holocaust survivor, kidnapped civilians, kidnapped children, kidnapped a pregnant woman, sexually assaulted slash raped uh, civilians. None of that is excusable. None of that is excusable. None. What also isn't excusable is Netanyahu's actions since 10-7. It's also inexcusable that Netanyahu and the Netanyahu administration knew that the attacks were coming and they let it happen. Because there's reports that they knew about it for a year, and instead of preventing it from happening, they let it happen. So not only does Netanyahu have the blood of innocent Palestinians on his hand, Netanyahu has the blood of innocent Israelis on his hands too, because they sat by and let it happen, because with all of the political issues that Netanyahu has been dealing with, all of the criminal issues that Netanyahu has been dealing with, he probably thought that it would be better for him to let it happen than to not. And as I said in this podcast, I predicted on this podcast before, before it was revealed that it happened, that I predicted that it would, it would come out that he knew about it beforehand and let it happen. Nostradamus, if you will. Um... But, and I think that Netanyahu, when this is all said and done, should be dragged before The Hague and brought up on war crimes. Because the Israeli response to 10-7 has been, to me, illegal. It was its collective punishment, the shutting off of food and water, electricity to innocent people, wrong, uh, indiscriminate bombing, use of like, you know, dumb bombs instead of smart bombs to go after Hamas, wrong, should not have done all of that, period. 
but what but the leaders of Hamas and everybody involved in the initial attack should also be dragged before the Hague for their war crimes that they committed as well. And trying to think of a good like like everyone you know, people are saying demanding a quote ceasefire now. I'm all for ceasing cease indiscriminate bombing now. Cease dropping of dumb bombs now. Cease collective punishment now. But ceasefire as soon as hostages are released. Because if you have a ceasefire now, and if, if Israel were to stop doing everything, there's what happens to the hostages? Do you think Hamas is just going to let them go? Absolutely. There's no way that Hamas is just going to let them go. And it's not... It's not something that's logical or reasonable to expect that Israel is going to stop doing anything, stop acting altogether, when Hamas is still holding over 100 hostages that were captured on 10-7. I mean, why at the end, why shouldn't they face consequences now? I mean, if you can get them now. Sure, fine. But, I mean, what I think at the end of it is at the end of the day, it's, it's a saying. Like, it's a saying. So, when all of this, by the time that all of this is over, Netanyahu should be brought in front of the Hague. That's, that's, a, that's the saying. Like, if you get him now, fine. At the end of it, fine. Whatever. But, you know what I mean. Don't be nitpicky. <laughs> like, don't be, don't be overly pedantic. There's little evidence for the intentional killing of civilians by Hamas. Hamas posted on the internet their own killing of the civilians. They had their own posting on the internet of what, of what they did, of their own killing of civilians. Hamas was formed with a specific purpose to unalive Jews. Hamas was formed formed specifically with the, pers- with the purpose to commit ethnic cleansing and genocide to eliminate the entire region of Jews and to create an Islamo-fascist eth- ethnostate in the region, to create a single state of Palestine from Lebanon to the Red Sea, from the Dead Sea and the Jordan River to the Mediterranean and, uh, and the Sinai, and to make that whole thing an, an ethno-fascist uh, a, relig- a, a religious Muslim ethno-fascist state. That's their purpose. They want to ethnically cleanse all the Jews. They want to kill all the Jews under every rock, behind every tree. That's what they want to do. That's their purpose. It is not justifiable and legal under international law to go rape women. That's not justifiable or legal. It's not justifiable or legal to go kidnap uh, elderly people and children to, de- quote, defend yourself. And if it is, not all things that are legal or moral. If you, if you want to show some place where, where, where somebody says it's legal to rape somebody to defend yourself, then it's not moral. To rape an innocent person to defend yourself, then it's, then then, it, then that's not moral. Then the, then that law needs to be changed. If you could find that law, which I doubt you can, but if you can find that law, then that law is not moral. 
period. Now, if, if Hamas wants to go attack strictly military bases and some civilians get caught in the, uh, in, in the uh, fire, like as, as, as you know, collateral damage, that's one thing. If they're only going to attack military targets, fine. Only attack military targets. And then only, but then don't hide behind your civilians either. Fight a war. If you want a war to fight back against whatever, fight a war. But they're being funded by Iran. They're being funded by external forces. And the idea that they're just somehow freedom fighters is frankly anti-Semitic because they're not freedom fighters. They, they have the express purpose upon creation of ethnically cleansing the area of Jews. Well, you know that's fake. Hamas hasn't claimed executions of any civilians on October 7th. They posted the videos. There is no evidence of rape. Oh, there's firsthand accounts evidence of rape. And I, and I trust people who are victims of rape when they say that, that they've been raped. Unless, you know, if, let them have their time in court. And if, 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 if the evidence shows otherwise, then fine. The evidence can show otherwise. Sometimes accusations of rape are false. Sometimes they are. But guess what? That's... It's slim. It's it's rare. The, the amount of times that people make claims of rape that are false is just about the same amount of claims of crimes that are false of any other crime. There's no evidence that claims of rape are any worse than any other claims. Iran is helping Hamas because Iran hates the Jewish people in Israel. Do you not understand that? There are Jews living in Iran with no problems. Oh my God. How many, how many Jews are living in Iran? Let's see. How many Jews are living in Iran? Eighty five hundred Jews live in Iran. How, how many Jews lived in Iran? How many Jews lived in Iran before 1948? Before 1948, there was 100,000 to 150,000 Jews living in Iran. You know what happened across the Middle East um, when uh, the UN partition plan was created? The entirety of the Middle East, all of the Arab nations and Persian one as well, apparently, um, all seized the land and properties of the Jewish people and basically forced them to flee their lands. And they had no other place to go except for Israel. But nobody wants to talk about that when discussing the tragedy. They only want to talk about the Palestinians who were, who were clearly um, had to deal with the tragedy with losing land and losing, losing land, losing the ability to, you know, control some of their own destiny because some of their land was taken away to, to create a, a state of Israel and et cetera. But 
in compromise, both sides tend to lose something. But nobody talks about how across the Middle East, you had thriving Jewish communities in every single Arab nation, and all of them were decimated when all those Arab nations and Persian and the Persian nation decided to go, hey, we're going to take away all of this now because we hate the fact that Israel was created and we're going to blame, we're going to collectively punish the Jews in our nations because they created the, the state of Israel. Wait, resist. Just because Jews left Iran doesn't mean Iran is, Jews didn't leave Iran. Jews were forced out of Iran, first of all. Don't say, because, don't say Jews left Iran. Jews were forced forced out of Iran and just, and yo, you're right. It doesn't mean that that doesn't prove that they're anti-Semitic today, but Iran is still anti-Semitic today. Yeah. There are very few Jewish people living there. I think there are some Jews living in Iraq and they're hiding the fact that they're Jewish. Anywho, wow, we got 41 likes over on YouTube. Benny Loco is absolutely right. Fantastic job on the thumbs up, Dan Clan. Appreciate you. Um, P Dubs, thank you for the thank you. Uh, if, I, if I didn't catch you on the way out, thank you, thank you. Uh, Kim Chi says, do not ever make excuses for Hamas. They are monsters. You can still want to help Palestinians. Exactly. But unfortunately, that's what the person on the other side on Twitch is doing. They are. Um, they are making some excuses for Hamas. They're calling them freedom fighters, et cetera. Hamas are not freedom fighters. Uh, let's see. Um, Ken QB, I was a swinger once, but I once grew out of the swing set. Where did that come up? LOL. Um, quick break for a second just to see, because I think somebody had mentioned in the chat that the caucus is completely finished and they completely counted everything. So, did anybody get shrinkage? 80% of the votes counted. 87% of the votes counted here. Um, Trump, 52,000 52, votes, 50.9%. Ron DeSantis, 21,000. Uh, Nikki Haley, 19,000. 21,8. Nick, Nikki Haley, 19,5. Uh, 21% of the vote uh, it's weird because they're at the point with the amount of votes cast that it's almost like Ron DeSantis has 21.3% of the votes with 21,800. Nikki Haley has 19.1% of the vote with 19,500. So their percentage almost matches the total number of the, the thousands of votes. <clears throat> they can count in Iowa, shockingly enough. Um, hey, Bicycle Mike, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> you've got all the evidence for, I mean there's there's plenty of, of evidence out there for Jews see, like, the Middle Eastern countries seizing property from Jews in 1940s do 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 That's Europe. That's not Middle East. Ba-ba-boo.
do, do, do. Let's see. Expulsion of Jews from Muslim countries. This should probably be a good... Uh, between 1920 and 1970, 900,000 Jews were expelled from Arab and other Muslim countries. The 1940s were a turning point in this tragedy. For those expelled, 600,000 settled in a new state of Israel, 300,000 in France and the United States. Today, they and their descendants form a majority of the French Jewish community and a large part of Israel's population. In the countries that expelled the Jews, a combination of six legal, economic, and political measures aimed at isolating Jews from society was instituted. Denationalization, legal discrimination, isolation, sequestration, economic despoilment, socioeconomic discrimination, and programs or similar acts. It is custom to say Zionism was responsible for this development. However, the region's anti-Semitism would have developed even without the state of Israel because Arab as Islamic nationalism resulted in xenophobia. Tactics have been obscured, has served in the campaign to delegitimize Israel, blah, blah, blah. Between 1920 and 1970, 900,000 Jews were expelled from Arab and other Muslim countries, from Morocco to Iran, from Turkey to Yemen, including places where they had lived for 20 centuries. The 1940s were a turning point. How does this explain the exodus? Or how does one explain the exodus? Um, Denationalization of Jews. Jews were isolated from the society by legal process in many lands. There was a preliminary stage of their exclusion. It was followed by expulsion. Number of legal measures in Egypt, the most articulate Evolution occurred. It became with the Treaty of Severus in 1920, a peace treaty between the allies of the Ottomans who dismembered the Ottoman Empire, opened the way to further creation of Arab and Israeli states. It addressed the question of nationality. Nationality. Let's see. In Iraq, by law, by law of 9 May 1950, Jews who left Iraq were stripped of their nationality. In Libya, the nationality of June 12, 1951, decreed that the personal status of non-Muslims would be governed by the religious courts in the manner of the during the postmodern period. Jews are no longer allowed to vote or hold office. Legal discrimination in Libya in 1953, Jews were subjected to restrictions and became victims of economic boycotts. The Maccabee Sports Club was forcibly opened to Arab members in 1954, a decree issued in May 9, 1957, obliging Libyans with relatives in Israel to register at Libyan boycott office. Blah, blah, blah. Jew- in Iraq, Jewish history and Hebrew language instruction was prohibited in Jewish schools. During the 20s, Jews were expelled from public service and education in the 1930s. The Jewish schools curricula were censored in 1932 in Iran. Um, let's see. In Yemen, Sharia law was instituted in 1913. In 1922-1928, Jews were excluded from public service in the army. In Syria, real estate purchase was prohibited to Jews in 1947. Jews became discharged from public service positions in 1967. Muslim principals were appointed to Jewish schools. In Morocco, after independence in 1956, the process of Arabization of public services began cutting off Jews from a larger society. A dahir, or decree, Moroccanizing Jewish charitable organizations was issued in 26 November 1953, endangering their freedom. Um, isolation and sequestration, administrative harassment pushed Jews into a state of isolation. The refusal to deliver passports, holding families' passports hostage, various boycotts by the Arab League. Uh, by July of 1948, Iraq prohibited Jews from leaving the country uh, by new nationality law. 12th of June 1951, Libyan Jews were not allowed to have passports, Libyan nationality certificates, but only traveling documents whose renewal was not automatic. Uh, postal relations with Israel were suspended in 54. Immigration to Israel was restricted. Tourism in Israel was banned. Yemen prohibited Jews from leaving the country in 49. Tunisia stopped postal relations with Israel in 56. Um, Syria forbade Jews to communicate with people abroad, Morocco too, in 56, difficulties with Jews obtaining passports, uh, economic despoilment, Jewish economic assets were also targeted, their liquid assets, bank accounts, and property were 
submitted to sequestration and nationalization, held for ransom and stolen when they departed. In Turkey, capital taxation was imposed only on Jews in 1942. Iran confiscated Jewish possessions and real estate in 1979. Morocco held Jews anxious to emigrate to Israel for ransom in 1961. And the World Jewish Congress had to pay $250 for each Jew who was permitted to leave the country in Tunisia in 1961 and 1962. Jews who were leaving the country were allowed to take with them only one dinar, the equivalent today of $3. Yemen in 1949 listed Jewish possessions and properties in order to hold them for ransom. In 1947, Syria discharged Jews from public service position. In 1949, it seized Jewish financial assets. Syria enacted a law to seize Jewish possessions, houses, estates, shops in Aleppo and in uh, Kramshi in April of 1950 and to settle Palestinian refugees in Jewish quarters. From 1958 to 1961, Jews leaving the country were forced to transfer their possessions to Syria's state to pay considerable departure expenses. Expenses in 1960 and 1975, a Canadian Jewish sponsor paid ransom to get people out of the country. In 1967, Jewish workers were fired in order to hire Palestinians. Doctors and pharmacists were laid off. In 1961, Libya, law number six, decreed that the possessions of Jews leaving for Israel be sequestrated. A general registrar was put in charge of liquidating them. In 1970, Jewish properties were confiscated. In Iraq, considerable fines were imposed on wealthy Jews in July of 48 and in March of 51. The possessions of Jews leaving the country were frozen, and Jews were obliged to give up their citizenship in, in Egypt. February 1949, possessions of autochthonous Jews, or those who were abroad, were sequestrated. Socioeconomic discrimination. Furthermore, Jews were suffered socioeconomic discrimination in Muslim and Arab countries. In some cases, companies were made into cooperatives so that Jewish entrepreneurs lost ownership in Iraq. The law of 12 January 1950 concerning bank control led to bankruptcy of stockbrokers, most of whom were Jewish. Syria prohibited Jews from working in agriculture in February 1950. In Libya, the ban against deploying Jews in petroleum companies was instituted in the 1960s. Starting in July 15, 1961, a nationality certificate was required for every commercial action, but Jews could not obtain one. In Morocco, starting in 1960, Jewish entrepreneurs and businessmen were obliged to have a Muslim partner. Same uh, development occurred in Tunisia in 1956. The national economy became a cooperative, and Jewish entrepreneurs and businessmen were obliged to have a Muslim partner. In 1947, in Egypt, a law concerning companies decreed the Egyptianization of public and trade affairs. 75% employees had to be real Egyptians, Muslims, or Arabs. In fact, Islamization of personnel so the majority of Jews would lose their jobs in 1948. The Yemeni ruler, Iman Ahmad, obliged Jews to pass on their expertise and crafts in trade to Yemeni Arabs before leaving the country. Uh, programs and related events. A series of programs and related events such as riots, arrests, murders of public figures, and destruction of synagogues occurred while colonial powers and Arab state police looked on passively. They gave the Jews the signal it was time to leave. In Egypt, the anti-British and anti-Semitic riots broke out in several towns on 2nd and 3rd of November, massive arrests on 12th, 14th to 16th of May 1948. A thousand Jews were detained and accused of being Zionists on 2nd of November 1948. Riots and looting took place in Cairo. And on 26th of January 1952, Black Saturday saw riots and acts of violence in Turkey. Uh, June, July of 1934, programs occurred in Thrace in Iraq on 1941. Farood program in Baghdad, 180 people were killed. In 48, a wave of official anti-Jewish persecutions, including arrests and considerable fines, took place. Uh, Safiq Adas, a Jewish millionaire who was accused of selling surplus military stockpiles to Israel, was executed during 1949. 
Uh, Zionist movement members were persecuted. Persecution also took place in Kurdistan in June 1950 when Jews were obliged to give up their positions and houses. A synagogue was was attacked in Baghdad in 1950. Three people were killed and 20 were injured. In Libya, riots rose against those in Jewish quarters uh, uh, occurred in Tripoli in January 1945. 60% of Jewish possessions were destroyed and 135 people were killed. Soldiers were acted as accomplices to the riots. So here's the thing. Stopping the, stopping the reading of the article there, um, and I'll, I'll copy and paste there. I would have put, I would have put all of this on the, um, I would have put the um, this part first. If I was writing this article, I would have put the programs and related events first as the first thing that I talked about. Like I would have said, here's. Here's the violence that took place against the Jewish people. I would have put that first. And then I would have put the rest. Because this sets up the stage. So the violence sets up the stage. So I'm saying Lebanon Jews were kidnapped and murdered during 67. Following a series of kidnappings and murders of Jews, the murder of one of them, Dr. Albert Ali, in September signaled to Jews it was time to depart. In Iran, the dramatic rise in anti-Semitism occurred in 68, 67, 79, and 80. Um, so basically here's the deal. So you have all of these issues going on in, in all of these countries. And again, I would have started with six first. I would have started with the, with the violence against the Jews first, the pogroms and the other attacks against the Jews in these communities, in these Arab nations across and other nations across the Middle East. So you have all of these things basically telling the Jews, now it's time to go because you can't live safely here in any of these countries. We're going to we're going to attack you. We're going to attack you for being Jewish. We're going to and then I would talk about how they were going to make them lose their rights. They could lose their privileges. They don't have they have to share their businesses. They have to have a Muslim partner. They have to and talk about all the different ways that life was made impossible. And then you bring up the fact that once you flee, then we steal your stuff. So they make it so impossible for you to live there. And then, oh, now that you're leaving, we're taking your stuff from you. So there you go. That's how they systematically systemically disenfranchise Jewish people across the Middle East to turn them into refugees from their own homeland leaving them pretty much no place to go except for mostly Israel. Some of them managed to make their way to France, and some made their way to America. It was very rare that, Amer- that other nations would let them in. So most of them had to go to Israel because no one else would take them. And this dude in the chat in, on Twitch is like, there's one rich Jewish person living in Morocco, one, and that's evidence that I'm wrong because one rich Jewish person lives in Morocco and there's like a handful of Jewish people living in Iran now and somehow that disproves all of this other stuff that took place over the course of, you know, a century or more. It's a big hook. Religion which teaches superiority or others leads to wars, human carnage. Religion has been used to kill more people than any other reason. 
that's one of the interesting things about Judaism because Judaism doesn't teach itself that it's really, you know, that superior. The, the reason that Jewish people say there's often a misnomer when Jewish people say that we're the chosen people. It's not that we're chosen as in we're better than everybody else. The Jewish people are, are the people chosen to be responsible for the laws. It's not necessarily that we're better than everybody. It's just that we, are, we were chosen to follow these laws. That's, we were chosen to be the ones who follow all of the 613 commandments. Everyone else just has to follow the lesser laws. Like there's, there's the Noahide laws, a smaller set of laws that people, have to, <clears throat> that people have to follow to be good people. Like that's why, we, that's why you don't have evangelical Jews because we don't require you to be a Jew to have a good, to have a place in the world to come, as they say. To Benny Loco, humans by nature are migratory. They go where the food is since the beginning of time. One of the things they get a big kick out of is the fact that um, a lot of people will deny that Jewish people have a right to return to the area of, you know, between Lebanon, the Red Sea, the Dead Sea, Jordan River, Mediterranean, uh, Sinai Peninsula. Like, that there's that there's no right of return there because they'll deny Jewish people the ability to return there, um, even though there is clear connections, not just genetically but ethnically. Like Judaism, like Jude people who are Jews can check all the boxes when it comes to indigeneity, when it comes to the region. Like they were kicked out, even despite the fact that Jews were kicked out of their homeland a long, long time ago, they they kept communities together, they kept the religion together, they kept the language together, they kept the culture together. That that's all that's needed much to maintain an in, to maintain a claim of indigeneity to the to their ancestral homeland. But you know, people want to deny that because. Our world has a history of, you know, it, it's a tale as old as time. Uh, Israeli, um, whatchamacallit, Israeli uh, or Jewish people being discriminated against. Anti-Semitism is a tale as old as time. It was a tale as, as, tale as old as time before, uh, before the word was even created. Kimchi, indigeneity. Oh my God, I haven't heard that word in 30 years. <laughs> Bicycle Mike, at least the Cowboys and Steel lost. Hey, not just that, the Rams lost. The Rams lost. And that's the great thing. The Ram and how the Rams lost. Oh my goodness. Because if you know any, if you remember the Rams Saints playoff game before the Rams got their butts beat by the, by the, uh, um, by the Patriots, you had the one play towards the end of regulation when uh, was it was it was it, was it Courtney Roby said I don't forget who the who the Rams player was, but it was clear pass interference, and the Rams player I mean just completely ran into the same and the and the, and the referee was looking right at it and there was no flag called. It was a clear pass interference. Blow, not a, not even blown call. It was a no call that should have been called, and they didn't get the call. And the Saints missed going to the going to the Super Bowl because of that BS. Now 
the Rams didn't get to go on to the playoffs because move on to the next round of the playoffs because there was a clear blow no call against the Lions. The Lions did a clear pass interference and it wasn't called against the Rams. And all the Saints fans are like, because we were told to get over it by the Rams fans. So now we're like, hmm, get over it, huh? Maybe y'all should get over it too. And and I was just I was responding to somebody and on Twitter and they were just like, um, what's the uh, what's the uh, what is the um, what's more delicious? I don't know what's more delicious. Is it the hypocrisy or the tears? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> Get over it, Dan. LOL. Well, that's the thing. We we can maybe we can now get over it because it now happened to the Rams and now we get to enjoy the deliciousness of the of their tears. <laughs> sports ball talk, me no talking. Okay, we're 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 around to the sports ball talk. That's fine. You know, I just somebody brought up the two football games and I was like, ooh, let me let me talk about the Rams a second because those tears were so delicious, so delicious. Anyway, so let's see. To kimchi, come on now. The Jews invented God with the Babylonians. You should be grateful. <laughs> but look, the long and short of it is stop killing humans. Exactly. This is one of the problems that, like, like I have with the Bucks just beat the Eagles. Wow. That is a just ridiculous collapse of the season for the Eagles. They've just been just. Anywho. I mean, what are the problem? We got resist, resist, resist white, whatever the username is, however it's pronounced in over in the Twitch chat. I don't know if you're still there. Um, but here's the thing with that is that you know, my stance on the position of, of Israel and, and Palestine and Hamas and the Middle East is much more nuanced than a lot of the people are willing to let it be because there's, there's, there's a lot of people who don't want to let it be nuanced because they just they want to just be angry and mad about things and don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be pragmatic about things. They don't want to take a look at all of the sides and understand everything that's going on. Like they'll talk about the Nakba. They'll talk about the, the, the tragedy that took place to the Palestinian people, but not take an opportunity to think about, oh, this is why it was a tragedy. This is why the tragedy happened um, for that. Let's see. Your neighborly sheet poster. How big is the C-A-U-C-U-S, sheet poster. <laughs> your neighborly sheet poster is saying that my uh, how big is your caucus is a bit inappropriate. <laughs> Isn't your neighborly sheet poster also inappropriate there then? <laughs> Welcome to the chat, your neighborly sheet poster. Thank you. Please follow and, and, and join in on the fun. Um, anyway, so... 
my point is, is though that we we have, and apparently Trump had the shockingly enough today, Trump had the biggest caucus of of them all, um, and even more shockingly enough, Ron DeSantis is apparently having the second the second biggest caucus. Because we're at 91% of the votes counted, and Santa still has 22,000 votes, Nikki Haley only 20,000. His doctor said so, it's 20 feet tall. I have the biggest caucus, no one has a better caucus than me. (laughs) There's no caucus better than my caucus. Melania told me so. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Newsflash, Ramaswamy is quitting, according to his campaign. There you go. Not surprised in the least bit. I mean, he'll probably blame the, he'll probably blame the media. Um, he'll probably say the media is, is terrible, the, how, how the media is the reason. He'll take no personal responsibility for, you know, him being a terrible candidate and him writing a thesis about man bear pig in college. <coughs> Neighborly sheep poster. I mean, he's all, all he's good for is selling secondhand cards who Ramaswamy or Trump. <laughs> Cause I think Trump's also good for selling snake oil, but there's also that. So Vivek, yeah. Vivek, Vivek's good for selling. Uh, and there's some other things that apparently he sold too that, were problematic but you know it is what it is sorry wait that's donald's line it is what it is thank you donald um so yes you heard it here first from alarasia and then on liberal day and radio ramaswamy is a quitter quitters never win right well ramaswamy is a big old quitter so vivek's predictions suck Oh, yeah. Vex sucks in general. And he'll blame, again, he's going to blame everybody else but himself. He'll blame the, the corporate media. He'll blame CNN and Fox News. And he'll blame, you know, everybody about who was against him and didn't let him have the chance to be heard by the people. Meanwhile, it was his crappy campaign and choosing to run against the very popular Trump. Like, Trump is very popular, you know. His fault that he, you know, he 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 could have maybe made a better argument to convince people why they needed to reject Trump if he really wanted to go after Trump, but he didn't do it. So none of the candidates would actually go after Trump, and I guess they figured they couldn't because there's too Trump has too much of a loyal voting block for that to happen. Because that's the thing. One of the things that I think they were talking about, I think, in 2016 versus versus eight years later is in one of the entrance polling as opposed to exit polling is entrance polling is like electability in 2016, like the ability to beat uh, Hillary Clinton or the Democratic candidate was 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 one of the more important things that people brought up as why they came and why they supported the candidate that they would be supporting. Now, I think of the people that came out to the Iowa caucus, I think electability or, or the, the ability to beat Joe Biden was like only important to like 
So the people who are out there voting for Trump don't give a crap if Biden can beat Trump or not. Like if they really looked at the poll numbers and said, who's the person who's best suited to beat Biden? Vote for Nikki Haley. Because currently as the voting, as the poll numbers stand now, Nikki Haley would have a better shot at beating Biden than Trump does. But they didn't vote for Nikki Haley. They're voting for Trump. They'll continue voting for Trump. And the hope is, the hope is, is that, at least my hope is, and I'm sure a lot of people's hope is, is that at the end of the day, during the general election, you have enough people who are disaffected Republicans who understand that voting for Biden is more important than sitting home or voting for the third party idiots, like the 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 people that are courting whatchamacallit, Joe Manchin or what have you. So let's see. He's like those people from car dealership commercials. He even talks the same way. Pretty much. Yeah, can't can't argue with that. It seems uh, except he'll argue with you a lot more. He's a very aggressive car salesman, I guess. Um, <laughs> Jeff Curry, Jenny puts old mirror in a house. Clarence Thomas got a huge surprise. What, is it like the character from the Chappelle show? Except not blind. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Let's see. Let's let's see if um if there's a statement from Vivek Ramaswamy's camp. Or let's see if let's go to Twitter. Let's go. To, let's go to the Twitter, the Twitter tubes, as some people might say. <clears throat> Check out Vivek's. See if there's a if there's an official statement on Vivek Ramaswamy Twitter account. Why am I getting Epoch Times stuff on my on my Twitter feed? That's just Twitter's I think that's just Elon Musk trolling. What's up, TV Two Live? Good to see you over there on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to TV Two Live, do so. Um Let's see, so proud of my team. Press conference at 10.15 Central at Surdy Hotel. Um, let's see. Let's bring this down here. Let's maximize this. So we're, we're playing it. We're going to go to the alternate. We're going to see if we can rewind this. as this takes a while to load. Oh, it looks like he's endorsing Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump's, you know, attacked him just a few days ago. Let's see if that's the, tr let's see if that's the case. I mean, it sounded like that, that he's sitting there endorsing Donald Trump. Who cares what Ramalama did? I mean, if if he endorses Donald Trump, that's that's huge. All right, come on. I don't know. I don't know if it, that's his feed or if that's 
I don't know. Let's see. We'll go back to the scene and we'll shut that off. Let's see if there's a YouTube on Vivek saying maybe it's there. But yeah, it looks like Vivek is endorsing Donald Trump from the from the little that I could snip from that. Um, it seems that Vivek Ramaswamy is uh, is supporting Donald Trump and endorsing Donald Trump. So I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get back in his good graces. Who knows? I mean, if if but that, maybe Vivek Ramaswamy is the new um, is the new Ted Cruz. Uh, get attacked. Get attacked for a. Well, here we go. Here's the live from there from his own account, but it's, it seems still seems chippy. All right, let's see. Let's try and fast forward to his who he. Bl- I want to see who he blames. All right, come on. I don't know if it's their signal or my signal. Let's see. Speed test. Nope. Go. This is this is the. Is this is this really? Let me see. I don't know. It's being really weird. Trying to figure out if that's really me or see Trump has good graces, LOL. <laughs> that's weird. My uh the YouTube video isn't showing that's very strange. I don't know if I'm having internet issues or not. I was able to post to the to the uh whatchamacallit though, so I don't know. Let's flip back over here, I guess. I don't know. It's being stupid. Looks like we are having some issues now on the other side. On the other side. Who knows? Yeah, my download's terrible. I don't know why my download is being so bad. That download should not be that bad. YouTube has been having issues lately, but I was getting the same issues on the other one. I shouldn't be having CPU. My CPU issues aren't that bad because I use the other thing. My uploads, I mean, still shouldn't be that bad either. I don't know. So weird. Are y'all hearing me all right on on YouTube? Is it just the video? I, mean, I can hear me on the Twitch stream fine. I, I'm I'm hearing barely over there, but you know, it is what it is. Sorry, sorry, Donald. It Stealing is your what lines. it is. Thank you, Donald. But good to see you over here, Wonder Mom, as well. Good to get that viewership number up. Spoiled children blame everyone but themselves. Exactly. Uh, spoiled children do blame everyone but themselves, and that's what Vivek Ramaswamy is—one of these spoiled children. 
<laughs> He's a child. All right, let's just shut down the uh, the AP stuff. Let's shut down these other things since we know Iowa's done with. We pretty much see that DeSantis is second, Haley's third. I don't think that's changing. Maybe there'll be a surprise in the morning. Who knows? But I think it's DeSantis in second. Um, I'm having a little bit of slowish sluggishness on my computer side. So we're going to see what is going on here. Maybe I have too many windows open. I don't know. We'll close some things just to kind of clear things up. Because, you know, things could be eating up. I've been, I've, I've, been, I've been hesitating trying to prevent myself from buying a new computer, but I, you know, maybe still be you, even though Spinning wheel of death once in a while. Yeah, I'm seeing that as well on on YouTube. I'm not necessarily seeing that on Twitch. Twitch says my stream's excellent. It's YouTube that has a problem. I don't know what the issue be, but I don't know. I don't know what the dealio is. So let's try and close that. Close that. Close that. Close that. There we go. Maybe that'll be better. And then got that, 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 that open. And let's see, dismiss that. It's still taking forever for this video to load. We're just going to let it sit there for a while. See if it loads any more. And then if it does, maybe we'll watch what he has to say. Because I really want to see who he blames. Because I want to see him blame other people. Blame the media. <laughs> blame blame everybody who... Uh, blame everybody who uh, who is not him for that. I also wanted to peek over here real quick at my numbers. Um, which is pretty, pretty good good looking on Twitch for what we need because on Twitch we need an average viewer of three average viewers of three per hour in order to hit the goals and we have 4.6 is the average viewers we need seven streams in 30 days or whatever we have one two three four five so we need two more streams um, and then we need a certain number of hours streamed we have plenty of hours streamed so if we can get by next Monday, I should be able to hit, I, I might be able to hit affiliate by next Monday on Twitch. Maybe if I can get, if I can get the number of follows that we need. So we'll see. Good, good news on that. Jewish propaganda about chicken soup. You need the matzo ball or it's not going to work. Yes. You need the matzo ball. Absolutely. The matzo ball is vital. It's key. If you don't have the matzo ball, it's just not any good. <laughs> You need the matzo ball. It's not good without the matzo ball. My matzo balls are the best. I used to do, I used to, I would go like, I was sick one time and I had a friend, I, 
One time I was sick and I ordered DoorDash or Uber Eats or something, and I, there was one place in the city that serves bomb ass matzo ball soup. So I ordered the matzo ball soup um, from there, and I got it delivered, and it was wonderful. And I ordered like two full quarts, um, so basically a half a gallon of matzo ball soup, and I had some for the day and had some for tomorrow or the next day or whatever. And then the next time I tried to order from them. I was no longer in the delivery window, even though they didn't move and I didn't move. But for some reason, they shortened the delivery area. So I was like, God damn it. So I had a friend of mine who owed me a favor. I was like, um, hey, can you, uh, can you go get me some, uh, some matzo ball soup? Uh, I, need, I need it. I'm sick. I'm feeling sick. And I need some matzo ball soup. She was like, okay. So she drove and she picked it up for me and she got it for me. And I was very happy. So... And then other times, either I've sent my wife to go get it, or I've gone and gotten it. And it's actually the place the place can actually make a gluten free sandwich. Um, so my wife's happy going to go pick it up because she can get a gluten free like pastrami sandwich on the gluten free bread, and she she'll be happy eating pastrami on the bread. So. Now we're getting to the point in the Liberal Day and Radio where we start talking about just random stuff till the show's over. <laughs> But, you know, I didn't have a full show on Wednesday because, you know, it was my wife's birthday. We had a good time. We uh, just kind of, kind of basically hung out. She was doing some artsy, crafty stuff. I think she was surprised that I didn't, that I was done so soon. But I was like, it's your birthday. So I finished early. Hey, thank you for the super chat, Alarasia. Let's see. Appreciate you. I think that's your third one so thank you very much for that Alarage. appreciate you for doing that of course aaron's also been very supportive with super chat or super sticker as well it's a super super whatever super chat super sticker super great super awesome both of y'all are super 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 cool so i appreciate your support One two seven seven. That's a couple of friends have gotten COVID recently. Yeah, COVID's been going on here. So like, I think they had to create a new color for Louisiana uh, because they had like the the red color uh, on the map for for the worst like outbreaks of like of, of everything of all the respiratory viruses like cold and flu and 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 RSV and COVID or all. I think flu, RSV and 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 COVID like for all three. And, and like Louisiana was like dark red, like we were the dark, we were the worst of like everything. And then like we were so bad that they made us purple. Like they had to come up with a new color because we were so bad that everyone else was, was we were just, they didn't want to like let other people be red and then us be still be red because they needed to show how just bad we were. So they made us purple while everyone else came red. And then I think South Carolina also became purple as well. Just, to show how bad that Louisiana is because we're Louisiana and we're stupid and we elected Jeff Landry and we're going to have four years of Jeff Landry and, and Louisiana legislature and stupidity in the Louisiana legislature. Hey, Benny, thank you for the super chat as well. You are awesome. 
wait, but by whom I saw an amazing concert. Billy Gibbons, Ann Wilson, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Buddy Guy, and Mike Mills from REM. That does sound pretty awesome. That sounds pretty damn neat. Sounds like something I'd have enjoyed. Of course, my music tastes are so eclectic. I, I enjoy lots of different things. So, like, just whole random bunches of music that I, I would listen to when growing up. Whole, like, when I was a kid growing up, like, you know, I'm born in 70s, you know, listening to 80s, 90s music as, as a kid and teen or whatever. Like, I would listen as 13 years old, 13, 14, 15. I'd listen, listen to the Beatles. I'd listen to the Doors. I'd listen to rap. I'd listen to R&B. I'd listen to metal and listen to pop listen to all sorts of things thank you jackie awesome y'all are so awesome with all the stickers thank you go govin as well super hype train is, is this the, the is this the uh the uh tiktok version or not or not the tiktok version the, the youtube version of the hype train that that happens on twitch once once twitch gets hype trains going once, once i can get hype trains going Benny Loco, when I hit the lottery, none of us will need for much. Yeah, I keep trying to play the Powerball, and I keep missing. The closest I ever came was uh, was um, there was one time right before we went on vacation for Thanksgiving. I was going through, like, this big pile of, like, unchecked, like, lottery tickets that I had, and I hadn't gone forever. I'm just checking through all of them, checking through all of them, checking through all of them, and... Um, like I get to one lotto ticket and I'm just like, yes, 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 no. And like my wife was like, apparently just like shaking her head in the other room and like, like wondering what the hell, what, what the issue was. Um, and I'm sitting there and I go into her and she was like, what was that about? And I was like, I hit five numbers on lotto, meaning we won like 1500 bucks. She was like, well, that's cool. I was like, but if 36 was 37, we would have won 500 grand. Like I literally was one number off. If 36 would have just been 37. (laughs) Thank you, Mike, for the matzo ball fund. (laughs) That's awesome. Um... We're actually going to be in Bosnia City some weekend upcoming, I think, in April, maybe. I think it's in April we're going to Bosnia City. Um, and because uh, my son got invited to a bowling tournament uh, because his, his bowling skills have improved. So he's going to get to go participate in a bowling tournament. So he gets to bowl in like five games across like five different lanes or something. And if he bowls well enough, he'll go to the next round or something. So... Wait, Govin, born in Baltimore, Colts fan way back, Orioles too. Wait, Orioles fan? Orioles fan? Look at that, Orioles fan. I'm wearing my Orioles shirt. Because I was was born in Wilmington, Delaware, but my family moved me to uh, Baltimore like a month at a month old. So I, I, I grew up in Baltimore from 76 to 94, and then I moved down here for college in 94. 
so um, I've been an Orioles fan, um, but the only thing that I remember about the Baltimore Colts is them leaving. Uh, and then I, I became a Saints fan uh, before uh, the Baltimore got the Ravens. So I'm an Orioles fan, but a Saints fan. And I'm a Pelicans fan as well. But like, if for some reason... Like when the Ravens were in the Super Bowl in like 2000, I think it was. Like I rooted on the Ravens because there was no harm. Like I'll root for the Ravens, like, like in the playoffs now or whatever. I'll probably root for them. Fine, but like if it's Ravens against the Saints, yeah, screw the Ravens. Saints all the way. So, hey Elizabeth, that's no problem. Thank you. You know, phone sometimes. Sometimes things are more important than my podcast. I. I'm humble enough to admit that. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Elizabeth, appreciate you. Dan trying to flash us with false. Trying to flash you, I'd have done. Wee! No, just kidding. Um, let's see, Benny Loco. True story. When I was three, Dad asked me for four numbers to play. I did, and he hit the win, but it was only 50 bucks, but it was early 60s, so it was a nice prize. That was pretty nice. Um, but yeah, that that... The time that I was, that it was just one number away. And it was all randomly picked numbers or whatever. But I was just like, oh, if we would have hit that one, one number, 36 is 37. And then I posted that on Facebook. If only 36 is 37. And someone was like, in a row? Uh, citing the clerk's line about his girlfriend, 37, and the 37 things that she did, uh, which might be a topic more for Liberal Dan after dark, which will happen once. Twitch becomes an affiliate and this becomes thousand subscribers and monetize. Once these two become big enough to be like self-supporting, maybe we'll then do liberal Dan after dark, or maybe we'll do liberal Dan after dark on the patron or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, maybe, maybe that's a Patreon thing to do, but I don't know. I still want to be, still want it to be live, but maybe it'll be alive and maybe it could be a live private thing. I don't know. Maybe that's something I could do. Liberal Dan After Dark has a private thing. I don't know. Go. I had three same game parlays in the Chiefs game. Did you bet that the uh, that his uh, helmet was going to crack? <laughs> I wish you could hear me. You pronounced it wrong. Pronounce what wrong? Don't gamble, kitties. I, I gamble some. I only gamble with money that I know that I can afford to lose. Um, and I, uh, I've, uh, I actually, when I gambled on the cruise ship, one of the last times I gambled on the, I was on Carnival. I, uh, I, I played poker and I beat everyone's ass at the table and I won like a couple hundred bucks of poker. I also won a couple hundred bucks um, playing blackjack, and all of my time at the table got me. Uh, the cruise deal, because I'm going on the cruise in February for Mardi Gras, <laughs> excuse me, and because I'm going on the Mardi Gras cruise, um, we got this deal where it was actually cheaper for us to get two rooms for two people apiece than get one four-person room, because each of our rooms got a $500 credit, so we get, we get, we got a, we got a total of $1,000 worth of credit, so we could use that towards like one drink package and some offshore of excursions and everything like that so it's pretty cool so do 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 oh 
Bozier, Bozier. I don't know. I'm from New Orleans. I'm, I'm in New Orleans. I don't know. We pronounce things stupid in New Orleans as well. Like the word that the, 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 the musical instrument, that's the calliope, right? The calliope. It's spelled calliope. You know, C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E or whatever. However it's spelled. Calliope. There's a street that's spelled the exact same way as a calliope would be spelled. But in New Orleans, it's, it's pronounced Calliope. Why? Don't ask me. In New Orleans, it's not New Orleans, it's New Orleans. Say New Orleans, it's wrong. But the parish of that New Orleans is, is Orleans Parish. The avenue, spelled the same way, is Orleans Avenue. But it's New Orleans. But it's Orleans Avenue and Orleans Parish. The street is Burgundy, not Burgundy. I don't know. So, Diana, is it Bozier or Bozier? Or is it neither? You can say first, second, or neither. <laughs> Big hook. Illinois is another one. Well, I guess it should be Illinois. Should it be Illinois? <laughs> yeah, Charker John Nolans. Yeah, that, that's that's good. Most people will say, don't say Nolans. But <clears throat> there was a news guy who would say naturally Nolans, and there was actually a bridge that was dedicated as the naturally Nolans bridge after him. So... Again, more ways that we are hypocritical. Don, I only win concert tickets from radio stations. Uh, yes, you too. I won Metallica tickets, but the concert was all the way out in Lafayette, Louisiana, and I couldn't find anybody to drive me because they didn't have a car at the time. And I was so pissed off. I had tickets to a damn concert, and I couldn't freaking go because no one would drive me. <sighs> It was like in the 90s, like maybe like 95, 96-ish. I think it was when it was the Reload Tour, I guess. I think it was because I won the neither. Great. Bozier. <laughs> um, my son found out the issue with YouTube ad blockers. If you turn off your ad blocker, it runs normal. I don't have, I don't think I have ad blocker on though. That's the thing. Um, I need to get to new Orleans to get my food groove on. Listen to some Pete Fountain. I'll make a listen to Pete Fountain anywhere. Um, unfortunately, Mr. Mr. Fountain has passed away, but, um, but Hey, come down. We'll, we'll get our food groove on together, Benny. Um, anyway, it's about time to end the show. Cause we got an, um, a minute and 36 seconds left. So anyway, so again, I will be in the morning. There you go. Uh, but I'll be on again tomorrow, dirtydan.com, Wednesday time or whatever is my normal time, etc. cetera. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for all the super chats, uh, super stickers, etc. Appreciate y'all for all of that you do. Um and again, nerdydan.com tomorrow, Liberal Dan Radio again, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central. Nerdy Dan will probably be at 7. Hello. But again, we'll be back again. If you're not 
joining me for Nerdy Dan. Be back Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central here, liberaldanradio.com or on Twitch. Um, try and get, if you, have, if you haven't followed the Twitch channel yet, please make sure to go over twitch.tv slash liberaldanradio. Um, follow, make yourself an account. Just follow over there. Uh, it's cheap. If, if you don't want to get notifications from it, just make a new, uh, make a new, uh, make a new email address and create a Twitch account with that. Boom, there you go. Um, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We're gonna hit the, all the other targets. Just need the last one to make it affiliate over there too. We'll hit that target, and then we'll keep on chugging on to the next ones as well to keep making this a, a success. And the reason it's a success because of every one of y'all. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night. Peace out. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.